Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's the 23rd of January, the year of our Lord 2000. Sleepy Hollow is still top of the charts. You can tell it's 20 years ago when people are excited for a new Tim Burton film. In the world of gaming, people are still recovering from a busy, busy Christmas, especially if you were like WrestleMania 2000 and single mums. And also, that awful, bloody tedious cover by Westlife has finally been dethroned by the Manic Street Preachers. Boo! For masses. Boo! I love that song. So, oh, sorry, sorry. Tom can have classes for the asses then. <laughs> but never mind all that scene setting. What we're about to watch with you is one of the most important pay-per-views to ever happen this side of the world. Because this was the first WWF programming, not programming, beg your pardon, a big show. I say pay-per-view. It wasn't a show we paid for, which also kick-started this weird arrogance the UK and Ireland had for up until I believe Royal Rumble 2002 even though they were called pay-per-views we didn't watch the shows we didn't pay for them we didn't even pay for WrestleMania X7 ladies and gentlemen it was on Sky Sports so as long as you knew someone or a friend of your dad's you didn't pay for it so what you're referring to here is that this is the first WWF pay-per-view to be broadcast on Channel 4, which is a terrestrial That's television right. channel in the UK. So we get it for free. And then something different happened. As soon as the Royal Rumble 2000 was put on Channel 4, when we're going into school the next day, and all people were talking about was this show. So suddenly, either lots of people had been undercover wrestling fans, or suddenly people who didn't watch wrestling had been told by their mates, no, you need to watch this Cactus Jack match, it's mint. And suddenly, everybody was watching wrestling. I think and it shows the power of, of terrestrial television in the sense that the moment that there is a wrestling show on normal telly, as we would call it, <clears throat> that all of a sudden everybody was wrestling fans again. Exactly. And I have—I apologise. I have gotten so worked up and excited <coughs> about the fact that I <coughs> my very best friend. <coughs> I forgot to introduce him. <coughs> Hello, I'm Matthew. <coughs> and to my right, via the power of the internet, is my good friend... Knackered Tom Campbell. <laughs> We're recording this. Hang on. <coughs> Sorry, my, vo my voice is going to croak again. <clears throat> we are recording. Knackered Tom Campbell. 
Thank you, sir. We are recording this in the Valley of WrestleMania. So night one finished a couple of hours ago. And we are gearing up towards night two. So um, by the time you hear this, like both nights have happened and, and all the nonsense that there has been, has been. But for, for myself and Matthew, this is a, a palate cleanser, as Matthew called it, and a moose bouche uh, for the wrestling fans. So whereas we've had uh, an intensive day of WrestleMania in an empty arena, we're now going to WWF's Mecca for a couple of hours for one of WWE's, WWF's biggest pay-per-views, in my opinion. I'm ready, Tom. Are you ready? I am indeed. Uh, so this is a Royal Rumble watch-along, in case you haven't guessed already. Uh, so we are going to be watching Royal Rumble 2000 uh, from the beginning to end. And myself and Matthew will be providing a commentary track as we do so. So if you're joining us for the very first time, that is what is about to happen. Uh, you, I'll give you a moment now to load up the WWE Network. To go to Royal Rumble 2000. I'll give you a second to do that now. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, Matthew, will you do the honours of counting us in to kick off Royal Rumble 2000, sir? Oh, can I do it Thunderbird style? Of course we can. I'll say now. Five, four, three, two, one. Now. They call you Cactus Jack. They call you And we're oh, away. this amazing promo that I already forgot about. Use of footage from Japan and everything. It's amazing. And shown in clip form, it does look like hell on earth for poor Cactus Jack. I mean, I suppose it was. Sorry. That's how that sounded. Ah, you big girl, get up. (laughs) And is is this the promo where we get... You're a, you're a great wrestler, but you'll never be a Cactus Jack. Or is that no way out? Oh, I'm not sure. I don't remember that particular line. You never will be. Have they dubbed over the music in this for the network version? I don't think it was copyrighted music at this point anyway, so... Not like Sugar by System of a Down. No, it's no way out 2,000 words. He's, he's a great wrestler, but he's not Cactus Jack. And he never will be. 1-800 Collect, also endorsed by David Arquette, <laughs> who's also a famous deathmatch wrestler. He is indeed. Lest we forget. So this is, an, oh, this is a, uh, for... a very important pay-per-view for multiple reasons, uh, which we'll talk about as, as the show goes on. But this uh, is, in fact, uh, this will be... Obviously, the first pay-per-view to air on Channel 4 in the UK, uh, which is very important. Uh, and it was actually um, the... It was it was only... This was the penultimate of the big four to be on in Madison Square Garden. Uh, because the last... Because we have this at the Garden, and then we'd have WrestleMania 20. And then we haven't had any of the big four at the Garden since then. Uh, ob- objection, Your Honor. Uh, Survivor Series 2002. Well, I stand corrected. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Where, where I got my facts from is absolute bollocks. <laughs> Starring Matthew as that guy. <laughs> Speaking of that guy, I'm going to check that actually, make sure it is, because I swear it was at MSG. And is Matthew right? He is, yes, because Jeff Hardy would replicate a spot he did here. And here's Kurt Angle, who's done a hell of a job of getting himself up to this level where he's booed by the smart ass 
MSG fans. And I do like the representation for Madison Square Garden and New York in general being a bunch of honking horns and bad traffic. Yes. <laughs> they know their audience. Yeah. And this is the edited version, I believe, and we know if it is the three <clears throat> cleaned up, ready for network version. If we see Kurt Angle get on the microphone and start talking, and we do not have the shot of the guy in the crowd. Oh no, there he is! Yeah, there's the bloggy! <laughs> Is that the balloon the man you were talking about? <laughs> the balloon man! No way, I'm talking crap. This is how it should be. But for WrestleMania 2000... 2000? WrestleMania XX in Survivor Series 2002, they would have it the way around, where they have that weird graphic. I don't think I'll say that in English, so I'll move on. I don't know well, what you're talking about, mate. <laughs> No, haven't they done the setup differently in the years where the entrance way has been to the left of the hard cam? No, this is this is why I always loved the garden because you had the entrance uh, uh, front and center of the hard cam. They moved the entrance yeah. for WrestleMania twenty, yes, uh, and a few other events like for Raw and Smack. I think for Raw and Smack as well. But but traditionally, this is uh, this is the, the setup for the garden for WWF shows. I loved it for that reason. I don't like the taxi, and that would be in no, no mercy for the N64. Like it all the good Yes. See, this is great. Like in this era of wrestling, we're going to see all the arenas that we played in on the N64. Yeah. And I do like that the crowd, because it's New York, and this is the, the smarkiest marks that ever marked at this period in time. Uh, they know. A lot of them know who the mystery guy... Who is this mystery guy who's orange and has a number 13? And like, Taz, it's Taz, it's Taz. Because <laughs> I had no idea who Taz was. This one's my very first time seeing him. They saw some guy yeah, one, who looked champion. like a former ECW champion loading up his car in a red hook earlier on that day and went, oh, hello, something's going on here. Yeah. Especially considering a lot of these people here would have been at Anarchy Rules 99 with Chad you sold out to him, so... Just saying, just the, saying. The Smarky fans truly are in the house tonight. One of the crowd had a sign that said, Kurt, I need an angle. Here we and go. Pop. That pop. Oh. Everybody Man. knows. Goosebumps. Here's a little clip that uh, Matthew Gregg Especially... will use in videos for years to come. Yeah. I like the fact that like, Lola and Ross don't know when to start talking. It's good. I like the fact they don't talk. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Here he goes. It tires! This is tires! <laughs> oh, listen to that place come alive. It's so good. Perfect place to have his debut. And Taz has talked about this match in uh, many of his interviews on the radio and elsewhere. And I'm sure he's sick of talking about it, to be honest with you. No, I don't think he wow. is. This is a real moment for him. This was uh, <clears throat> the uh, his, his first and probably his last hurrah <laughs> in, in the yeah, WWF. That, that's, that's the point. It really was. Uh, oh, and a suplex on the concrete less than a 30 seconds in. And they've even... Done it like it's a road. That makes sense. That's why the taxi's there. Yes. I mean, he's taking up both lanes, <clears> but <throat> American cars are like that. They're very big. 
It's one of those Canyoneros. So, Taz, the veteran now, compared to Angle, just realising how weird it was because Angle would get so good so quick, you forget he'd been doing it for a very small amount of time. And I wonder if we'll spot the exact moment, as Taz has put it, where WF fell out with him. And it's in this match. So we'll wait with bated breath for it. Oh, suplex in Taz. Sacrilege. Abu! Abu! That was an angle plex, not a Taz plex. Um, boing. Oh. Overhead, baby. Oh, that it, pop. It's just the crowd is so hot. You feel like this is a guy. This is the debut of a guy. Yeah. The crowd even bought that a little bit then. Yeah. Hey, that was a very close near fall. Small package. Or a medium package for Taz, bless him. <laughs> That's not very nice. Oh, I'm sorry. I said it was face, but my knees were hurting that day. So how is it go. we knew? Is this this it, Tom? No, it's not. Oh. It's not this German. It's... No, it's Taz. Oh, let's see. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, no, sorry. I've actually uh, listened to interviews with Taz, and he talks about this. There's one moment, and he says that, he said, that was it. That cemented his reputation. Here it is. He goes to the suplex on the angle. Oh. Does it at the wrong time. Angle does that. Heard his back. Angle does a, an amazing moonsault there. But apparently that one, that stutter step was it. As soon as they saw that, they went, yeah. Next. Really? Like on that move? Yeah. Not that one where he's dropped Angle on his bloody neck. But they just oh, weren't, they just the weren't, they weren't having it after that. Apparently that will go on the Taz uh, and recommend you listen to him on YouTube or radio. He's everywhere. It's like Stephen Fry of wrestling. Um, go listen to him and he'll tell you that was it. <laughs> Which is so sad because it's a great looking suplex. Yeah, I know. But I mean, it also said in interviews that it didn't help that he was a Russo guy. You know, Russo signed and Russo leaves and they're like, what the hell are you? In much the same way that Raven would be hired by someone else. And I don't know how that works exactly. And then Vincent Man found out and he had that famous meeting where he got all these lads together and went, who the F hired Raven? <laughs> wow. And yeah, Taz wins via a possibly illegal choke. Not too sure. He stretched it out. That is an impressive debut though. Like I know it's, it's, it's sad in hindsight for them to have already made their mind up before the match is even finished. But what a way to build a new guy. Like what, what, what a way to debut to choke out this undefeated Olympic jackass in Kurt Angle. Yeah. That is how Could you do it. for a better debut. Mmm. Oh, it was solid. That one German suplex. I remember watching this and being really excited by that match. I remember watching this and seeing Taz debut and thinking it was the coolest thing ever. Right, and also, um, I believe it was Delta Vision who started releasing ECW tapes after this. They probably featured Taz on the front cover because now it's like, oh, it's that guy from WWF. This guy doing a horrible job of putting that thing on my... Yeah, there we go. Move away, cameraman. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so after this, uh, my first ECW tape was November, November 99, which featured Taz's last match. And that was that weird situation where Taz had been signed, 
but because of Russo leaving and there being a big restructuring, they went, look, uh, Taz, just go back to ECW for a bit and we'll call you when we need you. So he'd already made his, he'd already left after that Nike Rules 99 on his big send-off. He's returned for a bit and honestly, he he acted like it was a minimum wage job at that point. I can't blame him for not wanting to get hurt with Rob Van Dam when he's got a WF job lined up, so. Well, we, um, we, we, I seem to remember that there was, um, did he go back in 19? He went back in 99 and he was the ECW champion for a bit, wasn't he? He picked up the belt again. In 2000, <clears throat> we does that, yes. So we've got that to look forward to. But there was also, um, he had a title defense in 99 against Masato Tanaka. And... That was his last one, yeah. That one with Mike Gorsum jumping in. That was supposed to be his send off. That's why the entire locker room comes out and says, yeah, bye, Taz. Yeah. But then he came back because WF said, look, um, now's not a good time. I think it's just gone. Austin's next gone. <laughs> Russo's gone. We don't need you right now. Can you sort off for a bit? We'll call you up when you're ready. <laughs> Treated ECW like it was 205 Live. <laughs> it is a bit like when you go around to your mate's house and you do all your, your fond farewells and then the taxi doesn't turn up. So you just oh, have to hang around a bit me. longer. <laughs> yeah, sorry lads, I'm just going to pretend to be a plant for a bit. <laughs> and that was the recap of the Hardy's Dudleys. And I think that was the first bit in the Hardys getting away from Terry Runnels, which we'll see next time on pay-per-view. Well, Americans will. We'll see it on TV. On free television. Oh, look at that. People in the crowd. Well, I'm, I'm good that... Ugh, come on, Matthew, speak English. I'm glad that they've gone from that ex-ECW thing in Madison Square Garden to... Oh, here's the Dudleys. Yeah. That wasn't worth the build-up, I know. I don't know, I don't really, know, what, I don't know what point you were making. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird because the Dudleys, they're, they're presenting them as being these evil, heinous human beings that are probably moving through the table, but it looks like it looks so cool. They're kind of like, yeah, do it again. That's it. They are they, they are just Mixed cool signals. characters. It's hard to not like them. Tell you what bothers me, their camo doesn't match. I think this might be the last time we get stuttering Bubba. Oh, uh, it has to go. Because the SmackDown we're up to, he's not. They must, maybe, maybe they just casually drop it on Raw. Maybe they just, I don't think they even acknowledge that it's gone. He just stops. Like he's got his New York, he's like his uh, Red Hook district of Oklahoma accent going on here. <laughs> There's a nice little oh, American boo. sport reference that we didn't get. <laughs> He's just gone, my favourite Man United player, Andy Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Shilton. No. Big shout to see who's calling the uh, tag team match tonight. See who's uh, refereeing this uh, one down the middle. Good eye, Tom. Holla, holla, holla. It's weird that how, I, I want to find out a little bit more how Teddy Long kind of went from sort of sort of faceless referee figure to the general manager of SmackDown. There's a story there. So obviously he did stuff in WCW as a manager, and then he came in here as a much in a much more limited capacity as a referee. And then they and then after a couple of years they went, oh actually no, he's good. We should do more stuff with him. 
yeah, I'll be interested to hear about what happened there, because I actually don't know. And, and he was something like, yeah, he was the manager for a bit. I'm like, absolutely. He was the manager of Doom. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to say that. Now, that amazing sax theme. Tables. So it's the first tables match on WF pay-per-view. First time Hardy's done this on pay-per-view. Get used to it, folks. This is a, a real sort of shift in the attitude, isn't it, to bring in a tables match? Like, but people say, like, they didn't do tables matches in ECW, though, did they? Uh, they did tables and ladders matches in 96, but they would use them anyway, so it was a bit like, this match in ECW will be a hardcore match. You're like, uh oh, really? As opposed to what? It's been great to watch the Hardys over the last few months via SmackDown, just becoming the guys, and just and and just slowly building their shtick and just becoming more rounded and just having the crowd react for them more and more and more as well. Like we've seen it since, like No Mercy, since like back in October, when they like they had tag matches with Edge and Christian that kind of got polite applause, but like they pop big for them in New York tonight. Absolutely. And, oh, there we go. Big fan of Bubba's selling. Bubba Ray was amazing at selling that yeah. horrible chair shot to the head. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and... Da -da -da -da. <sighs> Mate. And again, still, still staggering. Do you want to Thank give us a little time stamp <laughs> if people are watching along with us just to make sure they're still with us? I have it as 1620. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Carry on, Tom. <laughs> I'll just do that for two hours. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that came for a generation. Oh, that tag team with the tables, which had gone to public enemy. To begin with, and then he should be weren't happy when Public Enemy got signed by WCW, and then they were like, "Hey, they're these crazy hardcore dudes." They're like, "How dare you?" Public Enemy had a famously good WF run. Oh gosh, that was. Uh, I'm really sad that we missed that. We never got to talk about that because it was pre-SmackDown 1999, so we didn't no, really I get think... a chance to talk about the Public Enemy. Yeah, I think we talked about them one time. It was because they did that gauntlet match. I think they showed up, but it was always the Dudleys making their first SmackDown appearance with the uh, 2x4, which that became the story that Dudley told in an interview was like, when the public enemy was supposed to work with them, um, they like moaned and complained. So when the Dudleys heard about that and they were like, you beat us up a 2x4, and they tried to say they didn't know how to use one. They were like, you do know how to use a 2x4. And then Devon's impression was, yes, Mr. Simmons, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bob was like, look, Devon, we have to go in there and beat the hell out of them because that's exactly what they're going to do to us and we just can't complain. It was a real survival thing because ECW guys just weren't liked by WWF guys. No one was liked. Apparently, you <laughs> in the locker room. What do you mean you're in WCW? How dare you? How dare you ECW, make a living elsewhere? <laughs> yeah, no one does Taz's days without numbered as soon as you messed up. All the guys in the locker room just waiting. Ah, messed up a German. Right, that's it. You'll be jobbing the Prince Albert by Monday. It sucks. It really does. I didn't know that had gone on. As far as I'm concerned, when I was watching this as a... Oh, Devon landing that fan. Oh, jeez. 
I was just that, you idiot. I was just gonna. I was just excited to see the debut of Test. Oh no, of Test. Of Taz. Oh. That's boot. That's right, Tom. Sorry to talk over you, but I do like the camera work there. We have no idea what Jeff Hardy's doing. It just shows up in the frame. <laughs> While Jeff Hardy appears, yeeted into existence. So that's one. So they're still in the match, though. They they weren't great at explaining the rules to this. Like we kind of had to figure it out on the fly. So I was a bit confused why the match was ongoing. Jeff Hardy right now, uh, also the coolest looking man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. I don't know anybody else like this in real life, so. It's like, wow, in America, not only do they dye their hairs like slush puppies, but they get women's tights and put them on their arms. <laughs> Where His eyes you? are glazed over, not from eating donuts. God, Lola, that's oof. That's a 4 out of 10 at best, mate. Oh. Can... And this is one of my favourite bits that happened in this match. Yeah. And in any table or hardcore related matches, because I've never seen anything like this since. Yeah. Oh, so Bubba recovering. He's deed. So, uh-oh, here's Devon. He's sure to be knackered now by the combined forces of the Hardy. All right, misses the leg drop. So Devon's like, phew, I'm glad I missed that. Woo! For <laughs> the blade run with tables. Amazing. Devon Dudley. Stars in a Jackie Chan film tonight on <laughs> Channel 4. Just carnage. Where were you watching oh, this live? Again. I was not watching it live. I had school the next day. Oh, I okay. It, I watched it the Monday afterwards like a good boy. But it was amazing that like kids were allowed to stay up. Because I was, I was one of those kids that worked really hard at school. So like, preposterous. My mother would kill me if I said to watch <laughs> resting until 4 in the morning. What lesson did you have on the Monday morning? Oh, yeah, I remember it well. It was... Uh, no, because I remember I was... At this it was long multiplication. I had maths on a Monday morning at this point. So I remember watching this and then just being a mess for maths class. So you did watch this live? Yeah. That's shocking. Naughty boy me. I had a telly in my room and everything. That's 1-1, that's one, one, and Bubba is still... Look at, I've done that pose many a time at 4 a.m. when they're like, no. <laughs> I've seen you doing that pose at You can go rise. where you like. You can go where you like, but you can't stay here. And I'm like, I love this song. They're like, no, that's not what the song means. Like, sort of. <gasps> Oof, I was going to say, Devon nearly had a face full of Matt. Oh, there we go. Bubba's landed on Jeff anyway. There we go. <laughs> Very well, guys, match. And again. And one more time, and again. And this is uh, Jim Ross's line. We're going to see some erection destruction tonight. I don't know who fed him that line, but I'm sure it was Vince. God, we've seen a lot. What could possibly beat all those crazy high spots we've seen already, Tom? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there's nothing that can top what we've seen already. This is the other entrance, isn't it? Because I, I, I was confused as to... Because I was sleepy, I remember watching this. I was confused as to where the car had gone. And part of me went, is somebody going to drive the car in? <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I'm at the wrong end now. It was the other end where the car is. No, there. no, it's New York. He, uh, he went to park the car in Harvard Yard. <laughs> I did not know it stood you and had exactly the same response. I went to park the car. In Harvard Yard. Well, that's it's one of those... The water in Majorca, that tastes like an order things, but for 
for Yanks. The water in my jacket don't taste like that. Anyway, and I'll be interested in hearing the people doing this watch along if what this pay-per-view means to them. Were they around this time? Did they experience the same outbreak of wrestling fever that Maya experienced? Or is this something that people came to much later on? Because let me tell you, we had it good during this time. We really did. We were very I mean, blessed we like as heat, wrestling but, fans. Know. Also, I didn't realise, I was trying to see what the Channel 4 schedule was for today to see what was on to set the scene. I couldn't find it. But there's actually a Wikipedia thing for the year 2000 in British television. Oh, okay. So Here's with some programs. Like, yeah, I mean, it's all like tidbits. It's like, launch of Castaway 2000 on BBC One. A reality TV show billed as a bold experiment for the new millennium. 36 men, women, children from the British public are placed on a remote Scottish island in the Outer Hebrides for a year and must build a sustainable, self-sufficient community. The program ends on New Year's Day 2001. <laughs> I do not remember that. I'll just I'll say it just in case we have maybe a smattering of people who listen to the podcast there because they will kick off. They're like that. Outer Hebrides. Oh, God, you know what? I saw it and went, oh, no, Matthew. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I, I it looks, it saying... looks like that. I was exactly the same. It looks like that. Just in case any of our Outer Hebrideans uh, get involved. Oh, here we go. Hey, Iconic hey, moment forthcoming. I'm amazed at Bubba's stability here. Like, so blindly walking into position like that is amazing. And then that... Jeez. That is a man with body confidence. <laughs> that is enviable body confidence. It's like, wow, that was amazing. God, this match has just been built into a crescendo and a crescendo. <laughs> Move, idiot. They just what, knew... What could possibly beat that? What they could just knew get? going into this match they were going to make history. And here we go. I love that, that they're still sticking to the rules as well. Oh, no, Bubba's already gone through the tables. That doesn't count. Like he's deed. Oh, now they win. That is the moment that will be repeated on uh, highlight reels for the next 20 years. So good. Yeah. What a cracker. Oh, cheers, Matt. <laughs> An absolute yeah, I don't know what more else we could say about that, Tom. Uh, it makes a match. The Hardys would live off that reputation and just keep on building and building. A lot of matches coming up for us in 2000. TLC 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Blah, blah, blah. And next time they're at MSG, Jeff Hardy repeated that to um, probably not the same value, but it was the Dudleys and them and Jeff versus. Oh, three minute warning and Rico. <laughs> yeah, not quite the same. Uh, Timber. God, I forgot how good Bubble was. This was so good. This just like this. I've seen this hundreds and hundreds of times. They replay it forever. It's a moment. It was a shift in tag team wrestling in the WWF. That's when we went right. We finally nailed this tag team division malarkey. At least for the next six months, we'll forget again in time. Ah, <laughs> oh, look. They'll check on each other. Aww. They'll checking on each other. Make sure they're okay. Oh, that's nice. I'm surprised they could see each other with a different camo. <laughs> Bubba, that, that one zombie. Landing on that table, though, like, back first, and this concrete. Jeez. All right, well, we're two for two so far. Yeah. Uh, and his angle. This is great. Angle going, did, did I, I win? win? Did I win? What happened? 
Because this, that even even the way they had that match go down, it still continues uh, Kurt Angle's streak. Because he'll go, I didn't, I didn't lose. I passed out. I didn't tap out. I passed out. You can't claim you beat me. Like he'll find so many different ways to to retain his winning streak. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck there, my Jim. So look the camera. There he is. Listening to um, J Grilling JR this week, he sounds so grumpy. Oh, here we go! Slaughter! You can't spell slaughter laughter without slaughter. Slaughter hey. without laughter. As you must see many times, all those boot camp match with uh, Iron Sheik. I have no idea what Tony Korea did. That was entertaining. He put the girl in Gurria. Five-time WWF Tag Team Champion. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, we're bringing out all... Is this, is this the start of the Rumble? <laughs> I wish it was. Oh, wait, oh God. Who is that geek on the corner? Oh, my God, Johnny V. Look at that, that granddad sweater. Oh, my God. And this is one of my favourite moments of the entire show. They've all kind of nicely reacted to everybody. Classy Freddie Blassie gets announced, and the most polite, loud response you ever hear from a New York crowd. It's so loud that people must have been telling each other, no, no, cheer for this guy, trust me. Yay. I forgot Johnny V was here. Luscious Johnny V. Johnny V. And he did just look like a grumpy granddad. He's like, I know you don't know who I am. Don't even pretend. Somewhere there is a Channel 4 sensor, Matthew, who's kicking back, watching this um, watch along with us, and is having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, Matthew, why isn't Channel 4 still showing these pay-per-views? Oh, well. Let me tell you a story. Well, I wonder whether we let the story play out. I was going to say, yeah. Right after these messages. Terry, oh, she's resting with a lead there, no surname. She looks like somebody I know on Twitter. <laughs> oh, okay. Jacqueline, also with one name. Jackie to her friends. Oh, yeah. This guy on the corner trying to get high fives and kisses off everybody. Come on, lad. Uh, Social distancing. Maybe to it. What's Freddie writing there? I reckon he's writing lewd jokes. Oh, I, I, yeah, I don't think we should look. <laughs> HD, you'll probably see it and zoom in like CSI. Clap for BB. BB. God, this, this Nurse BB. BB. Thank you, BB. Thank you. Clap for our carers. Thank you, BB. Oh, God. <laughs> I just got that. I clap every Thursday night for BB. Thank you, BB. <laughs> She's the EMT like... with the EMTTs that go on all day. Uh, it's like the Animaniacs. Hello, nurse. <laughs> Isn't it? Luna with the hair up. Put your hair up and square up. Luna ready for... Who is that 12-year-old kid giving her the finger, for God's sake? She's ready for All Japan wrestling in 93. <laughs> this was her ring attire. 
I just woken up. What's happened? <laughs> Somebody said something about a swimsuit competition. <laughs> Still the best line from Luna ever is, I'm going to take your Estee Lauder face and turn it into an Andy Warhol original. <laughs> that is a good one. Great. I love how she talked. El Cato. That's right. They're like, hey, remember when she showed her tits and she wasn't supposed to? Well, let's bring it up on TV again. Hey, Channel 4 censors are nervous at this point. I wonder whether whoever's working the night shift was told. Now, they're going to do a swimsuit competition. We think it'll be fine, but just keep an eye on... Uh, just just, just be, be prepared to censor if need be, but I think it should be all right. They told us it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, they've got their top man. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter with a towel. <laughs> I forgot he was there. He looks delighted to be there. Yeah, I expected a much bigger reaction for Richter, considering he was on Conan O'Brien for years. He looks furious. It's like, yeah, whatever. No one's looking at you now. Why are you doing some people when there's titties in the ring? That's right, Johnny V. <laughs> v does not want to be there. <laughs> I mean, it's a nice use of the legends. <laughs> yeah. Do you want an easy payday? What I have to do? You look at tits. Oh. Wow, all right. I know. Sounds like a hard job to me. Wait. WWF New York top. I've just realised that. Oh, I like that Shameless. Top. <laughs> Big fan of that top. See, this is it. Ivory is the heel because she doesn't want to strip for men. Yeah. She's clearly unhappy. And this is the storyline right now. Uh, yeah, for people watching this in 2030, we're going to be talking this as if it is the year 2000. Get them off! <laughs> it, is, it is so odd that the woman who doesn't want to enter a bikini contest is the heel. Where it's like, well, you shouldn't have to if you don't want to. Yeah. It, this is a weird... You know, what's the, what's the old song we use, Muff? Hippity-hoppity! You know the rest. <laughs> Hippity hoppity, Sans Slaughter's moustache is toppity. <laughs> and they put this on the front cover of the VHS and DVD release to. Good God. The Marlena outfit when she was with Goldust. I think this kickstarted uh, completely unrealistic expectations of women to a young, influential Matthew. And hopefully others as well. <laughs> We mean so are you saying that it's Terry's fault? <laughs> I blame Terry. <laughs> Terry and two other reasons. <laughs> are the two other reasons attached to Terry? <laughs> and this is why Jackie's in the Hall of Fame. Because <laughs> she was willing. <laughs> JR is uh, being JR, JR commentating like it's... The for UWF. <laughs> Jackie with the uh, great attire there. And, uh, well, as we learn about JR, this, is, this whole thing is very much his wheelhouse. And I'm going to probably sound as misogynistic as I've ever sounded in my life, but... Alright, BB's whole thing is she's got big boobs, right? Yeah, maybe she does, but there's also <laughs> Jackie and uh, Terry in the ring there. She doesn't look that big. In comparison... It's like putting... Yeah, it's like putting El Gigante next to Sid Vicious. <laughs> this is the last stand for BB on pay-per-view. I feel like it might be. 
Yeah, they could have heard a disappointing performance. Luna refusing to strip. She's yeah. <laughs> yeah. wearing something that you yeah. can see through anyway. Calm down, Jerry. You see it every night. Not for long. Oh my god, bubble wrap! All his best they're just jumping up and down like Daffy Duck. I mean that's creative, a bubble wrap bikini. I feel like I feel like we're in the era now with lockdown and self isolation that people will be attempting this in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, also the segment infamous. Not for the reasons we'll get late on, but no mercy would have this. He's like the women's division. It would culminate in a bikini contest. So if you were like me and said Kane, because all the women on the roster were crap stats wise, uh, you have the sight of Kane in a bikini. <laughs> it's worth playing no mercy now just for that. Okay, this is the point where uh, the there is itchy trigger fingers at the censor office of Channel Four. As something's about to go down that is going to cost the WWF in the long term quite a bit of money. Yeah. So, to remind people, yes, even though the WWF would air on the same slot as Euro Trash and all the other things that Channel 4 was showing late night, they had sold this or been told that the WWF was for teens. And there's only so much stuff you can show to have a teen rating. And guess what? Uncensored titties is not one of them. So this sold relationship almost immediately because it turns out you can't sell that advertising uh, for the demographic you wanted to sell it for if you have all women's titties that resemble two empty bags of potatoes. <laughs> and I haven't seen the network version, believe it or not. I haven't gone back and watched this. But I know she insisted that it wasn't, it wasn't her actual titties. Yeah, she said they were fakes, didn't she? I hope for her sake that she was telling the truth. Mae Young was always just game for everything, wasn't she? Was... Well, it's just as well because she was the bad punchline to every joke. This is Vince's comedy. All right, here's some reattractive women. He likes some titties. Oh, that's great. Here's Mae Young. Like, oh, for... Johnny V, showing a bit of life at ringside. <laughs> Johnny V's like, seen it. I've <laughs> seen it. Oh, God. Never mind, puppies. All dogs go to heaven. <laughs> Slaughter's just stood there. He hasn't taken his eyes off the ring. Slaughter, you pervert. Slaughter's sunglasses have turned into love hearts. He gets one of them out. Oh, Christ. He gets, sorry, she gets one of them out. All right, there's oh, the camera. God. There we go. <laughs> oh, there you go, Mark. Yeah, cheers. Again, the top men are on the job. And yeah, for people wondering, this is the cut edited version. Yeah, there, there we go. There's the censor blood. Yeah. I saw these uncensored. Yes, we all did. This, along with Robocop, and the bit where the guy gets acid doused on him and then turned into liquid, traumatized me as a child. How is it that they... Did they have a censored thing ready? <laughs> Freddie Blassie was applauding. Of course he I was. He had a great night. <laughs> Just nice to be out of the house sometimes. Oh, wait, because they're all old people. 
Yes. Of course they've naturally selected. And then she showed him again. Yeah, there we go. Look at Shock Jack. But she that's when she got them both out. Oh. And I wonder how much she was supposed to show there. Uh, Bruce Pritchard and Conrad haven't done a vi uh, video about this show. So I'm interested to see what they were. And what Bruce can do to talk about this. Bruce will go, this wasn't my idea. <laughs> I get the vibe. She was meant to give us a little flash. But she just got a bit OTT. A la Bruce Hart. And just owned the, yes. owned the moment. That's exactly it. The Bruce Hart of titties. <laughs> She's the Bruce Hart of swimsuit competitions. Well, all these women are livid because this was a number one contender swimsuit competition. And it would be... Just think, right. Was it eight, 18 years? And then we'd have a women's Royal Rumble? Hmm. Look, it was a different time. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Very different time. We don't condone it. it, obviously. We like the fact that now there is yeah. stronger wrestling. You think if we booked it, we were going to have that happen? Oh, here's Coachman wearing a suit. and Wow. Those are some rowdy fans. Right. Can you lot just calm <laughs> down? Uh, just calm down. Just the rumble, lads. <laughs> we're taping this for metal. Calm down, lads. <clears throat> I'm Jeez. Homeless. I don't remember this. It looks what? like they're the dead. Why does everybody have thick eyebrows and, and crap moustaches? Speaking of which. Oh, hello, is is Big Kev. Oh, no, it's Earl. I thought it was Kevin Kelly. <laughs> oh, it's Dave, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Dave Ebner, not Earl Ebner. Sorry, it's Twin Magic. <laughs> so, yes, both of these people were the champion. They couldn't get along, folks. Stephanie McMahon did it, so blah, blah, blah. Why am I trying to explain? I think, no, it's oh, good Bulldog! Brief shot of the Bulldog there. You better be in the Rumble. You better win the Rumble. <laughs> I'll be furious oh, if he that doesn't. Was a, that was weird. I remember that. That was a very quick... Folks, don't try this at home. And it showed a swing. Don't try swings at home? Yeah. So anyway, sorry to this was... Uh, Jericho and China both got a pin. That was... Because they had two referees. They both counted three at the same time. Which can only happen in wrestling, you know. And... Evil Steph decided, well... Then you're both IC champions, just to drag this feud out a bit longer. And in the process, Alcoholic got pins over both of them. So technically he's earned the right to have a match here. Finally decide who is the proper IC champion. And here is all oh, my fingers across for Holly. Holly is yeah, hardcore! Four Holly fans. Christ. Four Holly fans. Look, they I will defend Holly to my death. They all got together, right? And went, right, lads, we're going to the Rumble. <laughs> We've got to take a sign. Who should we support? Well, I reckon Hardcore Holly. So how can we do it? Well, if we all have four pieces of paper that spell Holly is Hardcore, yeah, that's great. Let's do that. <laughs> Somebody sat and made it. I can't get my head around it. The second one was going to be China is Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> but spelt with a Y in Chinese. 
gosh. This is so China's been involved in this thing with Jericho for what feels like a thousand years. It is the longest feels like the longest running rivalry on television at the moment. And it's and, and Jericho is going through a more, a more long-winded version of what Taz is going to go through in the sense that everybody's gone, well, he's not from here, so uh, he's not right for us. He doesn't feel right. He's not a good fit. It's just, oh, it's not clicking with Jericho. Whereas he's actually ridiculously talented. Yeah, and it's this with the smarky, evil, rotten, you know, uh, storyline-ruining crowd here that just can't help but cheer Jericho. Despite being booked as the bad guy, despite... Them, like, please cheer for China. It would really please Triple H if you cheer for China. They're like, nah, we're not. We prefer Jericho. We just prefer Jericho. We're, there was some um, elbows. There was talk at this point, and it had come up in Future Observer newsletters, that Jericho was in consideration to be a part of the WrestleMania main event at this point. That's right. I think it lasted one meeting with Triple H. Yeah, I think it's probably that's probably all it was. It was the same same amount of time. It, they took the same amount of time deciding that as Vince took this to decide that CM Punk shouldn't be a part of WrestleMania. Yes, I think. Well, May Young's top just come off, and uh, I think we're all in agreement, ladies and gentlemen of the board, that uh, Chris Jericho is to blame. <laughs> Jericho should have come out quicker. Harumph. <laughs> Yeah, if he hadn't been late with his IC title match. Jericho missed his, missed his, uh, missed his entrance. Again! I had that t-shirt as well, but with hands. Did you? But, but with sleeves. <laughs> I love oh, was that t-shirt. The, was the one without sleeves more expensive? <laughs> I just had flabby arms. <laughs> Why don't you cover me flabby, flabby arms? My brother used to do that with the shirts he'd get. You get, you know, uh, proper expensive shirts, and because everyone else, all the cool people were doing it, he just cut the sleeves off. The, on the day he got them, my mum was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and there's one bit Jericho talks about in his book that I might have somebody read for that video thing that I do, where I very Jericho just completely forgot what the spot was. He's sort of staring at China, and he says, "If it wasn't for Harkoli's interference, I'd probably still be staring at it to this day." <laughs> <laughs> Also in the TV news this month, because I think we'll talk about all the things we need to talk about. We by China. BBC One airs a Millennium Special of its Garden Makeover series, Ground Force, with Alan Titchmarsh, Charlie Dimmick and Tommy Walsh travel to the South African village of Gunu to design and build a garden for former President Nelson Mandela. Oh. I do remember that episode. Is that I your TV highlights for the month? <laughs> it's, I think it's just fascinating stuff, because some of these things I remember, and some of them I don't. Um, time check for people watching in case they may have got lost along the way. What, what time are you on? 45, 30, 31, 32, 33, 30, you get it. Thank you very much. Tick, follow, talk, follow, tick, follow, to bomb, bomb, Here's bomb, to you, Ahab! Bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> and the fat man beat the drum with all his heart. Here come the horses and the men on the water. January 7th, the long-running BBC children's programme Blue Peter reunites two former presenting teams to dig up the time capsules they buried in the year 2000 in 1971 and 1984. Oh, they just found a lot of asbestos in there. <laughs> <sighs> it was the year on... Gorman Hast. 
Oh, there we go. There's a fabulous clothesline by China falling over. And I think <laughs> a three-way was essential for this because God forbid they did this match a third time. Uh, singles between Jericho and China. Having a hardcore Holly meant less China, which is good for everybody. I mean, Jericho did his absolute best to get beat up by China and get bruised and battered and still get blamed for like one little scratch he'd give China. I watched um, uh, WrestleMania X7 to the day. Did you? And I watched Jericho versus Regal. Oh, yeah. I don't know what your... I mean, as as uh, the 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 expert when it comes to botches. What was going on in that match? <laughs> it was just a match. Remember Jericho did a dive to the outside and I think he graced the very top hairs of Regal's head and then the splat outside. But it just... Regal went through a period where he just wasn't having good matches with people. Great character and everything, but he just wasn't gelling with people. I think how people imagined he would. It was just like there he was we go. Taking... Pay attention to the handspring because the elbow isn't there. <laughs> it's all handspring, no elbow. That's it. All sloppy and no Joe. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, what would have happened to Harko Holly if he just decided to Daniel Pewter China at this point? Oh my god. What to Harko Holly? Nothing. Yeah, I was going to gonna Jericho, say. Jericho, the electric chair. <laughs> Jericho allowed it to happen. <laughs> ITV sports commentator Steve Smith is reprimanded by the Independent Television Commission for calling a French rugby player a, quote a stroppy little frog after oh. he threw the ball at an opponent during a World Cup match between France and Fiji in October 99 <laughs> oh my god in heaven that drop kick it was also if, we, if we're talking about TV stuff um, let me give you a theme tune you're not the boss of me now Oh, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle Life debuted in this unfair. year. With Benoit and Bret Hart in the intro. <laughs> Were they? What's going to happen? Oof, God almighty. That was definitely a spot that happened. <laughs> I ruined that. No, I ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of time. No, I was out of time. My forearms are bad. No, my for <laughs> my timing is off. It's my timing now. <laughs> my time. What is going on? It just fell over. Oh, my timing. On my Hulk. timing. My timing. Don't treat me like a pro. Don't treat me like an amateur. <laughs> Tried to have a match and I've had enough. You don't know what rubbish is. <laughs> oh, God, Holly kicked out of the pedigree. Triple H back there is seething. <laughs> Should have been me kicking off the pedigree. <laughs> Was he still um, metaphorically kicking out of China's pedigree at this point? Or are they split up? I don't know when the exact timing is, to be honest with you. But China did say that this happened. Oh, there we go. That resembled a kick out. Well done, ref. Uh, Triple H started seeing Steph. Randomly accused a kick by Holly. <laughs> Why not? And they call that mafia kick in New York. And in France, a mafia kick with cheese. And <laughs> she said that Steph and Triple H started seeing each other when Triple H and China were together, allegedly. Right, so it was a burgeoning romance oh. at this point. Oh, not... You're supposed to go for Tower of Doom, you divvy. 
Send China back to FCW. China is a tower of doom at this point, so she doesn't need to do the move. <laughs> so I know it sounds like we're just ragging on China. It's bad to speak ill of the dead, but she was dreadful. Well, Tom, she if we can't moments. speak of the dead on this show, then there's going to be lots of silence. Oh, jeez. We rag on Bulldog. Right. Yeah, Hogaholic goes for the pin. Because it takes as much out of the opponent given the move as it does the recipient. It's Holly Hogaholic. I swear that was the finish to a Rollins Balor match two years ago. Oh, I was yeah. so happy to see it finally happen. It's like seeing a guy get DQ'd for spending too long on the top roof. Has that ever happened? And you're right, we shouldn't speak ill of the dead. China is uh, the ninth wonder of the world. She's one of the nine disasters you can see from space. <laughs> Jesus! That chair shot! That's the 10th disaster. <laughs> Look, she was alright, but it was... The... What's it? The... I can't think of an example now. If something used to be good, but now it isn't. The shine is off the... The bloom is off the rose. There we go. I was going to say the kiss is off the rose. The kiss is off... La la la, la 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 la. <laughs> there we go. All is there right with the world. There's only one icy champion. <laughs> and thank Who's God as well. Oh, this is the first time this millennium where only one person has held the Intercontinental Championship. God. Messy business. Quick pop quiz. Can you remember who in the wrestling world was the 10th, 11th and 12th wonder of the world? In wrestling, you mean? Yes. Oh, Andre. Now, Andre was the 8th. Channel was oh, the ninth. Okay. Well, that's the only one I can think of. There's Who more. was the 10th, 11th, and 12th Wonder of the World? Oh, no idea. <laughs> it was, to quote Shawn Michaels, the little fat tubby Paul Bearer. <laughs> Which was a, a bit on an episode of Raw in 1999, where Shawn Michaels was commissioner and he booked Big Show versus Paul Bearer. And he did a promo to build it, saying, Big Show, you've got yourself a huge opponent tonight. I found you the biggest man I can find. The 10th, 11th, and 12th wonder of the world. The little fat tubby Paul Bearer. Ah, that's good. <laughs> then Paul Bearer You know fainted. what else is good? This rock promo. Oh, here he comes. And the rock probably stole this line from somewhere else, but I don't care, because it's still one remember this day and people used in playgrounds for months to go. <laughs> Oh, sorry, we have to wait for him to smell the room. Yeah. No, I've got a bull tattoo on my arm. Sorry. Oh, this Headbanger and Marsh. We got it. We got the joke, Rock. That. If anyone can tell me where that came from originally, or if the Rock came with it himself, I'd like to know. I've seen it on, like... Um... Mugs and stuff, and and I've posters. Seen on having a nice, have a nice tall glass of shut the f up. 
champion? Well, The Rock says this. He wipes a monkey's ass with what you think. Big Show, The Rock says this. He's gonna go out there in the middle of the people's ring. Royal Rumble. The Rock's music is gonna hit. If you smell and 20,000 Rock fans... <laughs> I like to start doing this stuff. <laughs> Sorry, we have to talk over this at least. I'm just gonna get... She started talking there because I thought we had to talk. Whereas, no, that's only if they're doing the live watch alongs that gets told us. Yeah, that's fine. People can you can enjoy the rest. Good, because that's one that listen to that promo. There's only one person you need to worry about, and that is Crash Harley. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Farouk looks a little bit dead eyed there. Yeah. Ooh, a promo package. Oh, I didn't realise she's had a promo package. I totally Ooh. forgot. If they'd lost this promo package, the match could have gone another two minutes. Uh, oh, yes. I wonder, what was it the tables match that overran? I'm not entirely sure. I think possibly the tables match, possibly the swimsuit competition. <laughs> well, he's got the important stuff. Or maybe it was just meant to be, like, short, sharp affair. Yeah, I got the point across. They weren't changing the titles. Why have it go long? I mean, nowadays, this will go 35 million minutes. I think the APA are always better in short bursts anyway. Multiple shots of the same shoulder barge. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what we're going to show... Uh, I'm sure I'm doing well. There's a Spinebuster. Um, uh, win the title from Vader in 92. Um, Hit the bump on the Mortal Kombat arcade cabinet. This didn't really need a promo package. Ass, ass. Because we are always pounding ass. Oh, they released that. I actually released that t shirt. APA, always pounding ass. They've seen the outtake with the told to. Promote the new show WWF Jacked. So Farouk and Bradshaw are just trying to not die laughing as they're told, like, just come and come and get jacked with us. <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> and everyone's like, all right, what you really want us to say? Like, that's what you actually want us to call it? The program's called Jacked? Oh, right. <laughs> like, yeah, come get jacked with us, little kids. <laughs> I believe the last time there was a Big Four pay per view in MSG. The New Age Outlaws were tag team champions then as well. 
When was that? Was that Rumble 98? I feel like it, uh, it was SummerSlam 98. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, at least they left with the tag championships, at least. And that has the same set up here, so as the, the little gates. <laughs> did. That's it. I can't get censored if I say it like that. You say it and I won't get told off. <laughs> Those guys are the coolest. Is that Mark Dallas on the right? <laughs> ICW's very own Mark Dallas. By now we know the uh, result of the match featuring... Uh, by the time this goes out. But I would like to say I've loved how WWE have gone to all the ICW guys and got them to do shout-outs for him. That was nice. It's like, Wolfgang, what do you think? It's like, puts down his iron brew and... Uh... Whatever he gets up to. He's a bit of a nerd, so I'm sure he's watching Invader Zim repeat or something and go, oh, aye, aye, he's good, him. Aye. <laughs> aye, he's good, him. Aye. How much are we getting paid for this? <laughs> it's funny to see Jack Jester on a WWE-based... Uh, That's, yeah. It's a bit of socials. I'm happy for Bloody it. Bloody hell, Billy with that weird leapfrog. The huge vertical leap of Billy, as Jim Ross can keep on talking about. Well, he's he's the he's the best pure athlete in WWE ever today, which yeah. is such a load of bollocks. It's like saying well, this is the the World Athletic Federation. It's like right, Billy Gunn being the the best pure athlete in the WWF today is like the lasagna in your freezer being the best cheese based dish in the house <laughs> right now. <laughs> The best pure athlete in sports today. Oh, also on the show, Olympian Kurt Angle. Exactly. <laughs> best pure athlete. I just don't... Oh, the dominator. I feel like I'd like move. to ask JR what he meant by that, but he's been so grumpy on grilling JR lately, I'm scared to. He keeps talking about, well, you're going to get your spot. If you don't have your spot, you can't get your push. Oh, I'm sick of people complaining. I have sex sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, he is not care. He is horny on main, Jim Ross. <laughs> he dropped in a thing the other day where he talked about like social distancing. And he said, uh, I'm, "I've been self-isolating." Well, except last night, but uh, that was all right. <laughs> like, hey. Jim, stop having booty calls. Oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, Christ! Cell. Christ! <laughs> that was madness. Love and for a spinebuster. Yeah. Hey, that's it. Won the title with that. <laughs> no, no, no. Got oh. the vortex. <laughs> 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 oh, I just clapped oh, us up. <laughs> Bradshaw, mate, chill. Take it down to four. <laughs> oh, wee. And there's a dual power bomb. And that must be it. Bradshaw nearly falls over him. Oh, here's everyone's favourite sex pest. X Pack! <laughs> sex pest. X Pest! Ball. Sex pest! Sex pest! <laughs> and the famous, sir, supposed to sound like the Famasa, the gun. And not to make someone famous. Oh, and that's the pin. Is that where it came from? Yeah, I've had to have Americans explain this to me because, you know, we, we don't have guns over here. Um, yeah, Famasa is the name of a gun. I'm like, so not, not like incredibly bad English. <laughs> like something Edging Christian would say later on this year. 
with who got the faction and the regime and they make it the faction. It's like, you're gonna get famous. More famous. Famouser, if you will. It's like, no, 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 it's for master. It's supposed to be a pun. So it obviously is a, is a callback to the smoking guns days. I hadn't thought about that, Tom. That's actually some lovely content. This is why you get paid the big bucks. This is why people <laughs> like you. That's amazing. I hadn't thought about that. Because in re, when they were brought in, they had their names changed when they were brought into the WWF as the Smoking Guns because they were originally known as the Smoking Guns, but their names were Brett Colt and Kip Winchester. Uh. And Vince said, let's make a billion bar instead. We have to change the names. Well, I mean, I'm sure those are trademark names anyway, aren't they? Winchester. Kip Wind, yeah. They, they, couldn't put, uh, they couldn't put Winchester on a T-shirt. Yeah, well, I, well they could suck it on a T-shirt. They've written worse. Suck it, Winchester. <laughs> and we've already seen this. If you've been listening to the Colorado Stephanie Classics, looking mean wearing a Christmas hat. Beating them down. Rugged. What a, what a war this was. Rather like when BBC One aired When Changing Rooms Met Ground Force. <laughs> a crossover edition of its two popular design and makeover shows, Changing Rooms and Ground Force. It, it was very much the Avengers Infinity War of daytime television. <laughs> Captain Jack talks about when he left. ECW for WWF. What a shocking revelation the contract was. Rather like when Australian soap Home and Away moved from ITV to Channel 5 after latter paid £40 million to the broadcast rights. It's the first time the channel has poached a programme from its rival. Triple H's little skits were always very funny, but they didn't bury people. <laughs> What's that? You've been hitting the head so many times you think you're Jericho? You're not that bad, Mick. The way he tells him. <laughs> Did you get it? Did you get my joke? <laughs> we were we was a set of all along. Hey, wanna hear a joke, Mick? What? Chris Jericho's getting the main event push. <laughs> he would get better though, obviously when you look at like um the creative of NXT, like he's clearly got better, which is good. <laughs> Triple H who did he made? Last few, I mean, he made Jeff Hardy in 09. Um, I seem to remember with that match, the only thing that killed it was obviously uh, Triple H lost to Jeff Hardy, but then Triple H was up before like Jeff had left the ringside area and he was like clapping him. And I was like, ah, just stay down. Or I think go that was away. the first time they had their big match in pay-per-view, but then they had a few rematches where the Triple H then treated Jeff like he was an equal. So okay. I think if you take that as a overall story, it's okay. But if you just watch that, you're like, oh. Yeah, there's a bigger story. the new Triple That's H, fair. same as the old Triple H. That's fair. Oh, is that O'Fortuna playing? Mm, it's not quite O'Fortuna. No, it's not O'Fortuna. It's um, anyway that classical dramatic song goes very well with this. It's the and song that sounds like that a stock is... version of O'Fortuna. <laughs> no Fortuna. <laughs> I love. It's done so well, you almost forget the fact that 
they're doing this because they don't have Roth doing anything. Austin's out, Undertaker's left, and Bulldog's effed. Oh, this is just them cobbling something together, and they've cobbled together something that's working really, really well. Because the plans for WrestleMania at this point are 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 as fluid as the plans for WrestleMania are were this year, <laughs> yeah. and th what they've what they've actually created is some really compelling television. Just utilizing the players that they've got, maintaining yeah. distance between Rock and Triple H, because the plan at this point in time is that we are getting set for Triple H versus The Rock at WrestleMania. That's your main event at this time for WrestleMania 2000 slash 16. Um, but the plan is to get Triple H fighting fit for the match, uh, get him into a position where uh, he is uh, a credible champion. And to do that, they're putting him in there with a guy who is known for building guys, and that is Michael Foley. That's right, and it's almost something I can get with these things. They show the match graphic was Cactus Jack. It's like, damn it, it's not. That's Mick Foley's attire. He's got the <laughs> green plaid. Cactus Jack is the red flag. Oh, no. Look at the huge difference. He changes this outfit. It's a completely different original character. When you wear different tights, it's a different character. Yeah. It means they can charge more on 2K20. <laughs> By his wife. <laughs> I forgot about that. I wish he had... Imagine if he hadn't said her name. Being accompanied by his wife. His from main Greenwich. squeeze. <laughs> his main squeeze. Being accompanied by a woman. <laughs> Thinking long term. <laughs> Being accompanied by someone. <laughs> Hippity hoppity. <laughs> Good old what's her face. <laughs> That's my name. I'm good old Waterface. Oh, sorry, JR. <laughs> so at this point, were they dating on the quiet? It wasn't something that was... Matthew.exe has crashed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Why am I even bothering? I just know at this point, like, like it was art would imitate life. They'd start seeing each other. And I understand there was yeah. an overlap between Triple H and Stephanie dating and Triple H and China dating. And I wonder whether this is during that overlap. That would make sense. It's, it's a positive version of the uh, Kevin Sullivan... Nancy Sullivan thing. Yeah. Well, not positive for China, See, who just gets hoofed out of relationship for it. It just wasn't her time. <laughs> just her timing. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, China, but Stephanie could do a better forearm than you. <laughs> but it must, gosh, it must smart when you're watching somebody that you're with in a storyline with somebody else of a romantic nature and they end up being romantic with them in person it's like it's yeah. like when you it's like it's it's i had uh, i i dated somebody ages ago that ended up um cheating on me and and, and going off with their colleague but it was all the while where it was that thing of oh, there's nothing to worry about well clearly there was all the time 
So it's like, I get it, and I genuinely feel bad for it. I'm very sorry to hear that, Tom. Oh, God, it was years I can, ago. Because I can really fine. have issues with you. Trust. You know. No, it, it, it did a little bit, but hey, whatever. It's fine now. It's all good. All good in the hood. She's with the right person, so that's fine. And I'm with the right person, so it's all good. That's Everything worked lovely, out fine. Lovely attitude to have, Tom. You're a better person than lots of people. Oh, don't get me wrong. At the time, I was livid. <laughs> but, I mean, I've got a brain. But like, it's, it's been like... Gosh, it's been like a decade. There's no point worrying about it now. Meanwhile... You're so great, Tom. You're great, mate. Why haven't we been booked up a proper relationship? All right, you're in a relationship. <laughs> Apart from that... Hey, mate, it's... Uh, you never know, do you? Mm. I've... Uh, we could be the only married news where... team in the Tri-County area. Yeah. <laughs> it could be the Jan and Wayne Skyler of WWF. <laughs> There's been situations where I thought we were together... The final like, oh, we're not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Oh, so yeah, I mean, you know. Oh, okay, my bad. Well, you, you have fun with them. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. It was more just like, oh, well, I guess that confirms that. Oh, it's an God. Oh, that's awful, mate. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's way worse to make it sound. It's almost like, oh, we're not. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll move on then. You're you're pretty bit, you're pretty casual about the whole about the whole romantic world in general it seems. I think I got burned so much as a kid, not literally, not like Kane. But, uh, <laughs> My name is Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> My first relationship was burned alive by the Undertaker. <laughs> and, uh, it, it almost becomes like not if but when. But now I've had positive relationships, and I'm a much happier person than I used to be. You know, I look back at a lot of the things I've said and done in my youth and been like, Jesus, this is a guy that needed a, a nice, solid relationship and settle down. <laughs> this commentary is awful. Uh, Cactus Jack it's the best, amazing, mate. This is what people are here for. We've, we've talked in depth about the wrestling, and now we're having a chat about our own lives. Yeah. I mean, if we're ever feeling bad, just remember Cactus Jack, who, by his own admission, would never go to the gym his body looks like the roadmap of the M1, ended up with a model wife. So it just goes to show you, as long as you become a millionaire, no matter what you look like. I think he must have gone to the gym, because full exposure, um, when I had my wrestling match last month, um, yeah. I, I, did, I, got, I was ill. I probably had Voldemort disease before it all kicked off. So I'm pretty sure I had it, because I was very ill for a couple of weeks. And so I just didn't get into the shape I needed to, to for that match. And boy, did I feel it, right? If you've watched that match I had at Main Event Wrestling, I do bugger all in that match. Somehow I got a stitch. <laughs> just, I was, I was blown up minutes into that. I remember, oh, bless. I remember feeling like, I remember like five minutes in going, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, and I have to try really hard to hide it because the lads are going to come down on me if, I if they see oh, me mate. blown up. God, I was a mess. It was. <laughs> I tell you, the, the the relief when Howard hit me with a when HD Drake hit me with a code breaker, and I just lay there and I thought, this is all I have to do now for the rest of this match. I am so happy. <laughs> oh bless! But at the same time, though, Tom, no one's expecting you to do, you know. The, the Van Tominator off the top. Oh, I know. Like you're supposed to be. You, you're the evil announcer, dude. I mean, but I wanted to start doing kip-ups. But I just, I just didn't want to have a stitch a couple of minutes in. Oh, I just didn't. I just didn't want to get cramp. 
<laughs> what did you do to prepare for it then? Um, I think I bought, I bought some I bought some jogging bombs. <laughs> and uh, oh, it was it was bad. It was bad. My cardio oh, was so. Can I just come off of having what probably was the coronavirus? But um. And I just, I was, I was just so, I was just so out of shape by the time I got there. I was like, this, let's just get through this together, lads. <laughs> let's just get this done and get home. And it's, it's hilarious. But like you say, nobody was expecting a, a five-star encounter from my debut match. But I'd like to have done it without being knackered early on. But you know what that means, Tom? It means your next match can only be better. That's a nice thought. That's a nice thought. Right, time check for anybody who is... Still listening. Still listening. Math? Oh, God, sorry. Uh, 1, 15, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. <laughs> Why is that wooden pallet there? Wait. Why not? Well, they have to take the apples and pears off as well. Two for a pound! I'm getting words. that, by the way. Um, after this, I'm going to hopefully put an order into the Granger Market Delivery Service. Oh, good luck. Because just to make sure I keep away from shops, I'm supposed to be during this time, social distancing. And, you know, yeah, not stay home, for a wrestling you dickheads. Match. Yeah, don't get ready for a wrestling match of HD Drake. No, don't do that. Stay home. Or at least if you do, get some get some jogging shorts. <laughs> so you're ready for it? <laughs> Bin to the head. Oh no! Sorry. That's incidentally, I don't. Bin. Incidentally, just just so there is concern, I don't think I had the the Dumbledore disease. <laughs> yeah, please clarify. I don't have mean. the Voldemort disease. That was a joke. I didn't think I had it. I was just I, I I had a number of other problems with my body, none of which were COVID related, <laughs> which meant that I couldn't train for several weeks. I feel like I need to clarify that. Yeah. Well, not saying COVID is a uh, is a scam or a conspiracy, but Tom got it and had a wrestling match. It was fine. <laughs> I didn't. If I'd had COVID symptoms, I would have backed out. But uh, the problems I had were not COVID related. <laughs> I would love to go into detail, but I won't. Did you put HD Drake in a chin lock and take Drake, I'm effed. <laughs> I think I said it to a kid in the crowd. <laughs> Sorry, I've seen the places at Hemi W. Run. <laughs> I, think I, went to the, I think I went to the front row and just went, lads, I'm effed. <laughs> Pachiti was there, so I just went up to Pachiti. I'm left. <laughs> Do you know the, the pressure? And also, that's it as well. The pressure. The pressure of having to perform to a moderate standard with AJ Hazard watching you. <laughs> you seen him? He's a he's a beast of a he's a beast of a wrestler. Uh-huh. Felt the pressure that night. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. You know, he shows up six times a year. <laughs> When he does, we all lose. <laughs> to build up hype for this match, he doesn't have a hey, he just goes and be relatable on Twitter. <laughs> Retweet if you like wrestling. <laughs> Sorry. Please tweet that later today. <laughs> just the word wrestling. Retweet a if you like of wrestling. My face. Yeah. What's the sign say there? That You know, the, the kid on the corner who's been snogging everybody that walks past. Yeah. Gives a kiss, Cactus. Gives <laughs> Oh, Cat the Jack, King of Hardcore. All right, yeah. King of Hardcore. Oh, okay, good effort. Oh, come on. Why can't people put funny things Ooh, on this? Hey! 
Do you remember me? I was at the front row of that match holding a sign that said Cactus Jack on it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember you, kid, yeah. Trying to assault Moolah. <laughs> Moolah wasn't oh. upset about it. Crotch to the face. <laughs> El Crotcho. He looks a bit blown up here. Bless him. Oh, they just doing oh, a spit. doing that. Lovely fountain of spittle. Yeah. It's been good so far. They've brawled. They've battered each other. Oh, there we go. I was going to say, so far it's been all right. Uh, why was this match great? That's right. The proper barbed wire on a stick. This was such a cool element to the match because it was something that we we didn't we very rarely saw in WWF, if at all, the presence of barbed wire. I think last time we saw it was with Mick. Uh, he had it wrapped around him a few times in 98 when he was Cactus Jack. Uh huh. But it's that thing of when you uh, you don't see it very often. Why is the referee trying to not look at the low blow? It's, it's a street fight, you idiot. I think Earl just forgot where he was for a minute there. That's just, that was the referee's instinct there. Whoa, look at that bird over there in the rafters. At this time of year. <laughs> Localised entirely in Madison Square Garden. God, the great blue tip. Wow. Bloody hell. And this is proper barbed wire. Because Cactus Jack, that consummate professional. Like how De Niro insisted having silk undergarments for when he took out the role in The Untouchables as Al Capone. Method actor Cactus Jack needs to be hit by proper barbed wire. Yes, because there was two, wasn't there? There is. People at home, see if you can spot when they make the change. Oh. And if you need our help to see, see this, then God help you. I don't remember the change, but I hope that the 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 actual wooden board changes colour. Oh, we just see. I mean, yeah, Triple H's uh, his thigh gets bust open. I forget what happened there. So, ref. Doesn't like this barbed wire nonsense. It gets rid of it because it's a street fight and there are rules here. So that gets hidden underneath the announce table. And the double arm DDT, which Captain Jack freely admits he stole from Kenta Gobashi, but says, hey, all the Japanese wrestlers stole from me anyway, so fair game. <laughs> so one, two. Oh, yeah, bugger. Hey, where's my barbed wire? Where's my Barbie? Well, I better go get it. <laughs> I just left it over here. Where's Where's the barbed wire? New York fight. It's over here. It was over there, but now it's over here. I'm over here now. Oh. <laughs> non sivu play. <laughs> Give me mon barbed wire oh. Uh, um, see, barbed wire. Okay, here's one I made earlier that is in a... Hang on. Twin so magic. Triple H is like, do you want to take real Bob White the face? He's like, uh, do you want to still be working come February? <laughs> no, I bloody well don't. Rubber Bob White in the face. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to. Imagine as a kid, I'll be like, that pussy Triple H not take a proper Bob wire. Not like a real man like Cactus Jack. And I'm like, yeah, why are you taking real Bob wire? Come on, Cactus No, they got Cactus, Cactus's former trainer, and they go, it may look like a chicken wire, but it's not a chicken wire. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, that's uh, Dominic we... Danucci from Mick Foley's first book, where he was told, look, the steel cage looks a bit ropey. Don't don't say it's chicken wire. <laughs> okay. 
like just taking a pummel from the barbed wire. Barbed wire, where uh, the Philly head of commission, Frank Talent, Frank Talent would tell Sabu backstage because I, I, I don't know he had a strong accent, so he told Sabu, "No, I don't want to see no barbed wire tonight." <laughs> and Sabu nodded at him, and when he left, he went, "Who's Bob Wire?" <laughs> You didn't say anything about barbed wire. You just said you didn't want to see barbed wire. I just just thought he was a mate of yours that you didn't like at the moment. From the Red Hook district of Brooklyn. Barbed wire. It's barbed wire uh-huh. from ECW. It's Bob! <laughs> Philly crowd. Bob, 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 Bob. <laughs> Bob wire. He's got that. And his mate, got... Paul Volt. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and um, what was the name that... Um, Big E came up with his wrestling postman, Melman. <laughs> Big E had the my idea name, to be a wrestling postman. My wrestling name, if I ever have it, is to the corner to my right. Already in the ring, corner to my right. Luke Warm. To <laughs> <laughs> uh, the corner to my left. Every wrestler's favourite perverted friend, Phil yeah. Mabalogs. <laughs> Wearing baby blue. <laughs> this is his revenge for that pedigree. Oh, never mind. Oh, Table yeah, <laughs> just gives way on both. Oh, God, I forgot about the Triple H blade job. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that before. Kick that chair into Purple Kansas. chair going to his face. Jeez, look at the blood. Oh, my God. All their bloods. Oh. What was shown in Christmas in the UK TV world? Well, we had Mission Impossible on BBC One. Uh, Jumanji. Oh, get in. And Spice World. Way! One of these things is not like the other. That's right. Spice World is a million times better than the other two. <laughs> what a film that was! Incredible. Just the, the, it was just like it was a series of cameos and the girls giggling with stuff happening around them. And Gary Glitter's cameo getting cut out, which made sense. Yeah. <laughs> Historically, mm. I'm fine with that. It cut the runtime down. Yeah, <laughs> people was... don't know. I... He was most people's first example of a super diddler. <laughs> Is that like a regular diddler, but when it's ported onto the SNES? <laughs> yeah, if, if there's a final boss of diddlers, it's him. <laughs> they don't make diddlers like they used to, kid. Back in my day, Wait. we had Gary Gittler, Gary, <laughs> Gary Gittler oh. and Illy Gordon. <laughs> I'm tired. Gary Gittler, super diddler. Gary Giddler, Super Diddler. Oh, just about. Yeah, whatever. Let's call it a two. A <laughs> Let's call H the whole thing selling out. for cactus, bleeding for cactus. Wow. I remember. Um, I used to work for a wrestling company based in Shrewsbury, and we had a guy who came to wrestle a match and and. He decided, he took it upon himself to blade in his match. This was like a family show. <laughs> he was the opening match. 
and he took a punch before the match started and then just bled so much. I was like, why? Wow. This is a family show. That was the first move of the night. <laughs> he said, oh, I just thought it would add some excitement. <laughs> yeah, you're not working here again. <laughs> but he, that conversation happened after he'd taken about 37 pictures of himself backstage covered in blood. And that kid's name was Mass Transit. <laughs> he went on to have a very successful career as Pete Dunn. No, it wasn't Pete Dunn. It wasn't Pete. It was somebody else who, who I won't I won't say the name. An of. eight-year-old Tyler Bate, <laughs> who was still for some reason muscly out of the wazoo. Yeah. I was gonna say it was his thirtieth match that month. <laughs> it was that night. <laughs> He's treading on Alagero's territory there. Uh. Oh. I wonder what Alagero's doing. Just because uh, like Alagero used to work thirty matches a day, and now he works like two a month. <laughs> now he's on the NXT UK. Yeah, when we were at Progress Unboxing, they did the rap battle, the, the Wasteman Challenge, and Kid Lycos showed up and going, I've got the exact rap he did, because whatever, there wasn't a stronographer there. But he went, how have I had more matches than you this year and I'm retired? <laughs> that a bit, oh, reaction from people. Also making his debut in January 2000 on TV, Gorman Hast, which looked like he was going to be the Game of Thrones of its time. Uh, it wasn't. Oh, what happened? We got like the very first bit of part one. People stopped watching and it sodded off. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, also, clocking off. Do you not remember? Ooh, that rings very a bell. Claimed. Clocking off. Is it a British sitcom? It was. Oh, barbed wire. Was it people going to the pub? No, that was. Uh, it was. With the guy from Royal Family. No, that was... Um, First Orders. orders Something like that, yeah. I forget the name of it. It was a very, very generic name, but a very good show that only lasted two series. So good, I can't remember his name. And I hear Tom typing and doing my job for me. As Triple H bleeds everywhere, like a stuck pig. Also, David Shaler, the former MI5 officer and whistleblower, made an appearance on the series Have I Got News For You? But because he was going to be arrested for return to the UK, he appeared via a TV monitor that they put on the desk uh, in France. <laughs> I and like that. It, it sounded impressive, but obviously there's a huge lag like we're doing this. So the, the timing was so far off that Paul Merton just got sick of him and switched him off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good episode. Back when I have got news for you was really, <clears throat> really good. Didn't they do an episode this week? With no live crowd. I haven't watched it in years, to be honest oh, with you, pal. They, they talked about politics, so I went, well, it's a politics show of little politics. I mean, yeah. Anyway, sound like an old man, so. Ooh, wrestling. Oh, handcuffs. That's where I've got nothing to say when it's like a really good match on. But it's just because we're oh, in the match. Oh, here we go. Just as I say that, just as a, almost on cue, Triple H said on SmackDown. After showing clips from Rumble 99, where The Rock and Foley had their match, where Foley got handcuffed and brayed like his head was a pinata or a stuck door, that he would do the same to him at Rumble 2000. And this is it. He, he delivered. God, there's so much continuity in storylines there. Like, well, if you watch the TV, you get it. And they're not really beating you over the head with it. Like, Michael Cole would probably be yelling it at this point. But 
They really did go, look, if you watch a TV, you'll get it. And if not, well, tough titties. I like stuff like that, though, where <clears throat> they're little nods for people. And it's like, if they get the joke, it's great. If they don't get the joke, it's not there long enough for them to to really be upset by it. Hmm. Like, the, the visual of characters being handcuffed is, is already quite jarring. But the added element of Triple H saying, I'm going to do to you what The Rock did to you at the Rumble last year, just adds a little extra if you've been paying attention. Right, at this point that had been immortalised with uh, Beyond the Map and the book that fully put out. So lots of people knew about, about the horror of that. The fact that he's able to wrestle with his arms tied behind his back. Whoa. Hey! Go on! He's just biting him. Yatta! Yatta! <laughs> These are matches that I think in time we'll look back on. in this Because I think at the end of all this social isolating and self-isolating and all this stuff, once the pandemic wears off, um, our lives will be forever changed in some way for it. And I think we'll look back on things like this, where you've got like a bloodied man being bitten in the face by another man, and we'll go, we used to make so many mistakes. <laughs> Yeah, Nigel McGuinness, I think, spent the majority of the latter half of his career saying, we shouldn't be blading. It's actually very dangerous to be swapping blood. A very easy way of getting diseases and hep and everything else. And it was funny that W with the people that go, it's a good point, actually, mate. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't be doing this bleeding stuff. It is quite horrible. And a bit of chair flying off. And then he taking out that one fan with the Cactus Jack side. We shouldn't sit so close. It's his own fault for playing... <laughs> so this is now Triple H continuing to emulate The Rock from last year at the Rumble. That's right, and this is how Mick Foley lost. They went up the entranceway as well. Literally step by step remaking it. I just remember what happened, and I'm really excited. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah, there's there's one, but they're on the entrance ramp now. Waiting for the audio recording of I quit, I quit. To <laughs> I kick in. quit. I quit. This is Mick Foley. I quit. <laughs> Hello, you've reached Mick Foley's answer phone. I quit. Leave a you message. said I quit. Bang, <laughs> bang. bang. <laughs> Come on. Come on, my kid's on egg. Knew you like. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, yeah. Go on, I can take it. And this, this is done so well. Yeah, who should help him? But my hero making its debut on February fourth. Uh, my hero would be bloody horrible to be honest with you for six years. <laughs> but not my hero, The Rock, who just came to not save to be the with That other hero. That's right. That was great. The the, the place erupted. Like he only stood in the yeah. he only stood the entrance way and people lost their minds. But again, that's that thing, yeah. isn't it? That's that plays into what Triple H said. I'm going to do to you what The Rock did to you. So you find up the ramp and The Rock goes, yeah. oh, I know what you're doing. No, you're not. Bang. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's very impressively done. The fact that that's from a year ago actually become iconic for the period. And I was going, no. No, my friend Foley. He's kind of my friend. You have to take my word for it because I never act like he's my friend on TV. I've started letting the veneer slip a little bit now, but I'm still yeah. going to play it cool round, round him. 
Cactus Jack I'm more afraid between... of, so I'll be nicer to Cactus Jack. Right, right. The relationship between Foley and The Rock is similar to uh, Queen and Artie Lang was in a film uh, called The Bachelor. And he's great when he's talking about stuff like this, but he says he did a film with, uh, what's his name, who played Robin um, in Batman and Robin. So O'Connell, Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, Tim. So Jerry O'Connell's this young, good-looking guy, and the thing is, he's, he can't get his... Uh, inheritance if he's not married so he has to get married and stuff like this but Night Lang plays his best friend and there's such a big difference between the two and Night Lang says they're supposed to pretend like they're lifelong friends and Night describes I looks like an act like a guy that's just come to fix his cable <laughs> and that's what the rock and foley have right now it's a beautiful relationship take that headbanger mosh <laughs> oh here we go Now, I know that a few fans in England take umbrage with the, oh, yeah. the name that... Uh, the name of the items in this bag here. Thumbtack. It's Taz! Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's Turks! Because <laughs> somebody said to me they get annoyed when they hear commentators call them thumbtacks. And oh, his wife is back! But this is oh, great. This just sells like... Speaking of small pricks. This <laughs> but you know what? Like, a few fans in England take umbrage with British commentators calling them thumbtacks because they're not thumbtacks. But you know what? Yeah. I did a wrestling show. Jesus! I did a wrestling show where I call them drawing pins and it doesn't have the same ring yeah. at all. As, like, aesthetically yeah. in my ears saying he landed on the drawing pins doesn't have the same ring as the thumbtacks. He doesn't. And so that's why I, I always choose you. to. Drawing pins are for art projects. And oh, here's a famous bit as well. That oh, yeah. is supposed to be the finish. Kevin's Jack called that on the fly. Did he? Like, yeah. No, that was supposed to be it. Um, and not many people kicked out of the pedigree. If I'm getting this right, I hope I am. So who called the memory. audible there? Because Triple H is very Cactus, much acting. Triple H is very much acting I mean, I like... He, you know, I bet he must have said to him, like, yeah, doing the tax. Do it in the tax, like, oh. yeah. Oh, I mean, that is a better finish. Oh, I thought we counted through there because he did the thing we landed then. Wait, whatever. That Doesn't was matter. A, that was, if that was an audible, that was a great shout as an audible. To go do it again think, but onto the tax. I think there was a photo in WF magazine at that exact moment we just saw there that had the caption Cactus Tack. <laughs> and even though we spent a lot of this match talking about other stuff, you may remember, I had seen this match about 11,000 times. I hope this, if this is your first time watching it, then, well, for the love of God, put us off. But if it's the second or third time watching it for you and you're wondering why we're not selling it more, again, it's great. But even but the Godfather loses some of its esteem after the 30th viewing. Jesus. So Triple H bleeding everywhere, making his opponent look like the, the monster he is in this type of match, only just being able to win with some help from his wifey. Yeah, it's all good. A bit of The Rock in there to help that feud keep on going until... Many 2000 in Backlash and beyond. 
bleeding everywhere, violence as only Mick Foley, the consummate professional, could do. Absolutely. This is lots of people's match of the year. And I wonder what other match of the year was for 2000. For Power Slam. I want to think of Power Slam magazine. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, no. They, they voted uh, TLC 1, if I remember right. Oh, well, 6 and 2, 3. Oh, that's a great video. Triple H bleeding. Cactus chasing. Mobile going after him. <laughs> what are you doing, you idiot? Cactus knows that he's not going to have many chances to do this to Triple H again. Yeah, he's just going to own it. Oof. Oh, I really want to believe that was an audible. So they yeah, just went, let's to, do this. If other people have heard that, or want to correct me about that, uh, if you please tweet at us, that'd be great. But It must be in Foley's second book then. Which I have. Slaughter, get in oh, there. Oh, go on, yeah. Yeah, Slaughter, that's, that, you'll help. Slaughter, you've been in bloody home matches with the Iron Sheik. Get in there. Sort of whispering to Steph. Sorry, it's only rubber pub wire. Triple H looks clattered. <laughs> <laughs> Paggered. Look at that, the tax in his head. Oh, what a visual. Man, it's the most brutal thing you'd see on TV all month until the debut of At Home with the Braithwaite. <laughs> 20th of January. For three years. Tell us about oh, home with the Braithwaite. No. <laughs> now you know what? I brought it up and I've remembered everything about. Oh God. What the hell was this? Also, the day beforehand, this is personal. The hunt for the Yorkshire Ripper is a British TV crime drama miniseries. It's a dramatization of the Yorkshire Ripper. Hmm. A series released on DVD as part of the British Serial Killers box set, which also included Harold Shipman, Dr. Death, and A is for Acid. Steve Williams. Yeah. Uh, what's that sign say? Plainage HS can suck it. It's like, my best friend at work can suck it. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? Pla plain Edge sounds like it should be a, a username for a forum. I'm going to type in Plain Edge. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a school. Oh. Plain Edge High School. In New York. Ah. Okay. That's where we are. We're in New York. Oh, there you go. There's, there's Coachman away from the fans. Plain Edge is a place and a school in New York. So I guess they're just slagging off New York. Here I am at WF New York. I've been waiting for my burger oh, for, four, for five minutes now. I know how to diffuse the situation, make the people calmer. Linda McMahon, Mrs. Electricity. <laughs> I do want somebody just to tap him on the shoulder and go, no, I'm really sorry to interrupt your programme, but uh, I ordered a chicken burger about 20 minutes ago. It's not arrived. <laughs> and, uh, sorry. sorry about your burger. Uh, we're having to check Linda's pulse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at that staring straight down the camera. She stared straight at you then, man. Oh, 
I you watched. Know, that's, um, that's, that was terrible. That was terrible. The worst thing to happen since the Sky One debut with Shasta McNasty hitting Britain. No, Literally really. Hitting Britain. <gasps> Is that Tony Chimmel? Is that Tony Chimmel? It's Tony Chimmel. On the left. Doing the. Is that Tony Chimmel with the brooms? That'd be a rib to make him do that. Oh, I'd look. Is that Tony? I think that is Tony Chimmel. Oh, oh amazing. His thing's going, yeah, you know your place. <laughs> Stay in your lane, Chimmel. <laughs> <laughs> Sweep up. Big shout out to the lad on the left who is having the best night with his yellow hat. He loves his hat. Yeah, that's a great night. And his hat loves him. On the subject of Linda. Well, do we have to, Tom? Um, I'm sure. Yeah, talk over the rules of the rumble. We'll be all right. Can we get some corroboration that is Tony Chimmel? I, I, I support you. It is. It's Chimmel. Just saw his face. It's Tony Chimmel. Earning his corn. I watched WrestleMania X7 very quickly. I watched WrestleMania X7 yesterday. And um, I swear to God, the loudest, like the crowd at the Astrodome are amazing. The loudest pop of the night is Linda standing up. Oh, absolutely. The loudest pop of the night. Even even counting Austin's walkout, that is the loudest pop of the night. Rumble time! Cracking little rumble this is. Time check, Matthew, uh, before we go into the rumble. 143, 57, 58, 59, 44, Excellent. 1, 2. I love this. This makes the Royal Rumble '95 look so much more exciting than it is. I loved the, the the premise of '95 Rumble. The Rumble itself was appalling, but the whole thing of number one and two were the first and the last in the match. I love that yeah. premise as in a Rumble. They like this year's WrestleMania. They did what they could with what they had. The roster was absolutely appalling, and I think they made the right decision to make it a minute long entrances because what you want to see two minutes of what. Sir Mo Bundy. <laughs> Give me. Who else is in that bloody awful match? Uh, give me 120 seconds of Eli Blue. <laughs> Eli Blue. Yeah, both the Blues. Oh. <laughs> trying to think of that crap team that had the thongs on the outside of the tights. Um, uh, the well, well done. Well done. Ah, yeah. oh, and talking of well done. Oh, damn it, Dilo. Yes. Damn it, Dilo. This is already better than Rumble 95. I forgot you drew number one. How do we follow the uh, the uh, Cactus Jack Triple H Street Fight? Dilo Brown! <laughs> see, this Rumble's biggest criticism I see from people is the fact that there's only two likely winners. And the more likely winners, the better the Rumble. So, I would argue that the opening segment uh, makes up for that. Yes. Because it does such a good job of yeah, utilising the mid-carders and having... Here we go, shot Lawler, because that's his kid. Hey! Uh, so here we go, we've got D'Lo and Too Cool. Too Cool, you idiot. Grandmaster Sex 8 to start off with. Yes, his name is Too Cool, Mafu. <laughs> well done, Maf. Team up with One Cool, his partner. <laughs> D'Lo versus Grandmaster Sex 8. Your main event of Royal Rumble 2000. Imagine they started and then ended. Yeah. See, I remember like 
I've gotten older and I've looked at some of these rumbles that have happened the last few years and I've gone, these are terrible. No one thinks Jimmy Uso's going to win. Not like the rumbles of old. Now, what's the rumbles of old? I'm like, yeah, Demolition Axe has as much chance of winning this, does you, Matthew? <laughs> when these things with uh, nostalgia blurring out stuff like, no, 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 come on. Grandmaster Sexy, rumble winner. It's never been about people all winning. Drink a tea then. D'Lo Brown with a jumping calf kick. I really like D'Lo Brown. We all do. I always like D'Lo. Oh, the running power bomb. Hmm. I don't think he's going to hit it though. And he doesn't. Hooray! That was quite a dangerously taken we'll running power bomb there. Yeah, well said, Tom. Yeek. And the crowd go mild. <laughs> yeah. They've become a respectful Japanese crowd. That's what I'm telling myself. Right now, they're clearing their throats. <laughs> if the ensemble piece we're going to get. There we go. We're back and to the left. So this okay, rumble... So 1963 there. It's the first rumble since like the late 80s where nobody really is like a rumble marathon man. Like Nobody really lasts over 30 minutes per time. Oh, was that a yeah. That's a good point, actually. It's, uh, but it's quite there, is one, there was one person who leaves a good impression, and we'll see him in a minute. Not a literal minute, but uh, several minutes. We also had eight substitutions in this match, through one reason or another. Oh, okay. I didn't actually know about that. And here is The Rock's rival, Headbanger Marsh. And again, the Headbanger's been around at this time is so weird. It feels like Dick Murdoch being around in 95. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so, we were watching SmackDown. I know Mean Street Posse and Kai and Tai are feuding, but why were Kai and Tai... We, we, I, actually, no. Why were Kai and Tai doing this? Well, I was trying to remember that myself, and I don't remember ever knowing, what, ever finding out why they were fighting. Because like, Kai and Tai, last time we saw them on SmackDown, got a win over the Mean Street Posse. Yeah, they're feuding, but I mean, you possibly have that thing with the acolytes. I'll come back later on. But Kai and Tai just run in like silly buggers. And there's nothing SmackDown said why exactly they're doing that. So, oh well, lots of research done here at the Coolaholic. <laughs> no, I couldn't find anything about it. Like, I was obviously, obviously, there's a, a story regarding Kai and Tai that will come a little bit into this match. Oh, and the awkward um, bit where Dilo gets Bulldog right on the head, banger Marsh's ankle. So the story goes. I've had a little look. Um, Kai and Tai and the Posse were bumped from the Rumble. Um, but so this is them being disgruntled and just constantly trying to get into the Rumble because they were taken out of the Rumble and replaced with other people. So that's the story, apparently. But that must have played out on Heat or Raw because yeah. I don't remember seeing that at all. That feels like something that should have had a better story behind it, given the time. But, oh, whatever. And it is Christian and his singles right, theme. Right, a nigga <laughs> Quite the, uh, the the collection early on in this match. Yeah. And, sir, not winning the Rumble. <laughs> Christian was always, had was always a strong wrestling wrestling with those, uh, He was very uh, charisma-drained at this point. It took him years to get really good, I feel. Um, 
think Edge was at a better singles to begin with, and Christian got to that level, certainly, but it was only after he'd been to TNA. I'm of the controversial opinion, not really controversial, all opinions are crap, really, that Christian, when he was getting a push against Cena in 05, he wasn't as good as people thought he was. They disliked him because he was Christian. And then he went to TNA, warmed himself up, got really good, and came back. And then he was ready for it. What do you think, Tom? Uh, agreed. I liked him a lot as Christian Cage when he turned up in TNA. <clears throat> I thought he blended in really well with everybody there and had some really good matches there. And uh, I feel like in ring, he was he was quality when he came back. I was disappointed with the way before TNA, I was disappointed with the way the Edge and Christian feud shook down as there was too many other things mm. going on around it. And it was just trying to, it was, it was trying to do a marriage proposal in the middle of a market because there was just so many other things happening right, with like the invasion of WCW and all this stuff that it just got lost. And it was something that should have deserved a lot more attention. That is a beautiful expression, by the way. Thank you. I just came up with it in my tired brain. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Tom, this is why I love you so much. Anyway, <laughs> Rikishi, the man with the ass. <laughs> Big Kish, who has uh, very much made a name for himself. He was facing Triple H on SmackDown just before this. Yeah. And he'd later on have an amazing match with The Rock. Oh, hey, just you next week. That. So that's two eliminations. Oh, damn it, D-Lo. was like, screw you, the Sultan. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're going to make every move you do, like, have a proper emphasis on it. I invented that. Gives him a D-Lo leg drop. He's like, aha. <laughs> Ready for the Rikishi driver. But you can't possibly land on your head because his ass is too big. Not, not a lot of stuff to the hard cam. I've noticed. I don't know if Rikishi did that because that actually looks better. Then uh, the hard cam showing that his head's noticeably nowhere near the map. But I suppose. Maybe I'm looking into it too much. And here's a great one. We're like, oh, oh, hey, oh, 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 what's going to happen here? Come on. Come on, lads. Oh, uh. Hey, remember, you're only here because I'm me. <laughs> like Joe Pesci in Casino. <laughs> I made you. All right, it's all right, though, because whoever's going to run in is going to settle this. Let's turn attention to them. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Brilliant. <laughs> this was ace. See, get in. Oh, this is so good. I'm going to Rikishi's face because he'd always like go, oh, come on, lads, I don't want to do this. And as soon as those glasses be put on, I get everybody standing up clapping. Oh. They've nailed it now, haven't they? We've talked about it on the, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> they are there. They have arrived. Again, if you want to match with any of these guys on No Mercy, if you waited after the match to do this dance. Oh, yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah. And, yeah, why the hell not? Listen to that crowd. Oh, man. Yeah. So good. So good. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> he should have had a vinyl scratch. Place there, like, oh yeah. god, that would have been so good. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then this Sorry, shrug. Scotty Duhardy is one of the wrestlers that I've never heard anybody say anything negative about. 
No, he always comes he's, across as lovely. He's the light heavyweight cane. They're all friends, though, so it's fine. Oh, it's his first solo album. Too cool jump in the ring and attack him. Could you imagine? <laughs> Heel turn. We've just nailed it. We've decided to change it. <laughs> I remember Keith, you saying, like, the, 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 uh, this idea, like, you come out, you do this, you dance a lot, you do this. He's like, that's fine. I've just got one thing. So, yeah, I can't dance. <laughs> Didn't need to dance that well. You're a big fat dude with your ass out. Why are you zooming in on his, his ass? Dance is not very well. <clears throat> oh, oh! Business has picked up. That's right. The asshole will take on the black hole of charisma. <laughs> the asshole versus the black hole. <laughs> Why haven't WWE picked up Steve Blackman's um, uh, police series? I think they're scared of him. <laughs> the Steve Blackman Vigilante series, where he's basically Dog the Bounty Hunter, but as Steve Blackman. It's a thing. It's a real thing, but I want WWE to put it on the network. Great. It's great. Completely imagine, useless. Christ. Imagine not paying your phone bill and him knocking on your door. <laughs> Move out. Okay, we'll buy You knock on the door. You open the door. It's him. <laughs> and his music's playing. <laughs> but he's swinging his nunchucks. <clears throat> all right, all right. I'll get the cash. <laughs> Give me your money. Dun, 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 dun. Did you chip and pin? I'll pay it now. Have you seen any of that? Can't pay, we'll take it away. Yes, I have, yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's one of my nana's favourite programmes, so I've watched it quite a bit with her. It's just so great, like... I mean, I know I pay, owe that money, but I just can't pay. I've got no no assets. Is that your car outside? Yeah. Uh, no. No. Uh, if you can't prove it's yours, I'm going to take it away. Uh, five grand, was it? Two seconds, mate. <laughs> Suddenly, I remembered I've got all the money. Yeah. Oh, this is a good moment oh. as well. This just shows up and the car goes, oh. <laughs> oh, hey now. Oh. Big this. A lot of meat on that bone. And suddenly it's like, this is a fair opponent for Viscera. For Viscera, for Rikishi. This was a similar reaction to when Keith Lee walked out when Brock Lesnar was in the ring. <laughs> big wow, boy! Perfect. Big boy. <laughs> Go on, lads. And even if you don't know who Viscera is, just the fact that he's huge, he's slam Rikishi, and he's wearing a bin bag. You know he's not being messed with. He was always such an intimidating presence as Viscera. And, like, people reacted to him. He was so odd-looking. Games Master put him on the front cover one time. Really? Yeah. It was like, it was like Kane, Big Show, The Rock, Viscera. <laughs> look at him. He's like, he grabs your attention. Would there have been... Like... Mohawk, contact lenses... Right, what Bin belt back. would you what belt would you have put on him? Could have put any belt on him, he's too big. <laughs> if you had to do a title reign for Viscera. Oh. I'd probably I'm make it. A proper a proper time you could have had Viscera win a title. I'd probably do something nutty like King of the Ring. Oh wait. No, no. <laughs> and also like Viscera, big wobber spit every time he took that super kick. And then Oh, 
Oh, oh, just about, hey. And some of the last matches he would have would be wrestling for Juggalo Championship Wrestling. And Zach Gowan would do that. <laughs> wow, Zach Gowan eliminates Viscera. You're with Viscera kidding. having to do all of the work. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, yes. I've come to cook somebody's dog or daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, you get him. Coming out with water. Stay hydrated, boss man. Business just picked up. Here comes the boss man. <laughs> yeah. Just after the biggest push of his later career just ended. The grandfather of NXT right there. He's the man that, <laughs> according to Albert, trained Albert. Albert trained NXT, lads. He is the grandfather of NXT, is Ray Trailer. Yeah. He's Steven Seagal in Under Siege. He's the dude that trains the dudes that trains the dudes. <laughs> I'd like to see Bossman come out later on this match as the Guardian Angel. <laughs> and come out later on as the boss. Man, is he big. <laughs> and then Big Bubba Rogers, which is Bossman in a shirt. Oh, here we go. Like the story Jim Connor told about how Bossman would, sorry, Ray Taylor, whatever, would try and uh, be in character as much as possible. So one time they were getting out uh, to park or whatever reason they were at, and there was fans outside, and Connor accidentally slammed the door on uh, Bossman's finger. And uh, Bossman's car, uh, Connor, can you, can you open the door? What? Can you open the door? There? Oh, sorry about that. Sorry. So they walk, walk into the arena, and he's just calm, calm, collected, because there's fans. As soon as he gets inside, he's like, "Ah, oh, be bloody finger!" <laughs> you know, it's, that ability to shut that thing off. Steph, uh, Steph, <clears throat> he's wearing a Rumble 2000 shirt. <laughs> what a jobber! What a jobber! <laughs> he's the loser who trains the losers who trains the other losers. <laughs> but the women like him. Oh, oh wow! He, he, first first match he's won in months against that shirt. Oh, no, the shirt broke his nose. Never mind. <sighs> what was the... Um, what was the name of the Infinite Rumble that you could do in, in No Mercy? Oh, uh, Survival. <laughs> oh, I don't think Tim Tess come. thinks this is Survival. <laughs> I don't want to go in Survival mode. <laughs> I've, I've played this on the game. I have, I have to eliminate Andre the Giant. I got eliminated by Ho. <laughs> I got eliminated by Michael Cole. <laughs> he broke my nose. Steph, I keep pressing left to block grapples, but I meant to press right. Because <laughs> only left block strike moves. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to be in the rumble this year. I'm just... Yes! Oh! For f sake! All our... <laughs> All our chickens coming home to roost at once, mate! Christ! You wait, you wait years for a bus to come along at once! <laughs> test and the bulldog! Oh. I'm saying he's effed, but he's trying to head for the Samoa. <laughs> And Jim Ross mentions Channel 4, which is the reason why this man is employed. 
Where's my title shot? Never mind that. <laughs> Steph, where's my rumble pack? <laughs> oh, he's too going at it. Oh, God, please let them fight. Oh, oh what a time. What a time. Test. I've been playing No Mercy. How do I do steroids? <laughs> How do I do steroids in No Mercy? Where's the steroids, Chief? <laughs> I can't <of> win. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Bulldog. I can't find the time. We were in a Hall of Fame ceremony yesterday and we're doing this. <laughs> we were meant to be honouring him. But alas, we're mocking him instead. Uh, this is my favourite bit of any Rumble match, when it is just people trying desperately to hoi each other over the ropes in slow, seamlessly endless manner. Yeah, well, Bulldog cut two strikes on Rikishi, so come on, man. It's a hard day's work for any individual, <laughs> never mind Gene Bulldog. <laughs> His first name is Gene. His first name is Gene Bull, second name is Dog. Oh man! Oh, cheers for coming, Bulldog. I don't think we'll have him for much longer. Thanks. Yes. Oh, the hits just keep on coming, mate. We are at the uh, we're at the peak of the uncanny valley that is the Royal Rumble this year. Right. Absolutely. Show us the last year's Rumble where Gangrel came out and the entire front rows doing the back and forth dance. Like, yeah, this is that music. Oh yeah. <laughs> On the highlights of a crap Rumble. I remember Gangrel like people watching this at the time who don't watch wrestling now still remember guys like Gangrel because to them it's so weird seeing a wrestling vampire. Yeah. But he wasn't a proper vampire. He was kind of like eh, I'm a vampire, oh, me like. There's the moment. He wasn't 100%. Oh, oh and there's Tiger. You don't see it very well but we'll see many replays of it to come. So if you're yeah. drinking at home with a tea or some perhaps uh, Captain Cook from Little uh, now would be the time to start drinking. Every time they show a replay of and I quote that Chinese fella landing on his face uh, take a shot. Pagad Michinoku, as he is now known. Because his head just... Naka Michinoku. <laughs> Naka Michinoku. <laughs> he just... Oh, this was really... This was a really ugly, ugly injury to Taka Michinoku. Um, it, yes. it it was either uh, a, a oh, possibly broken collarbone. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Either a broken drink, collarbone. Drink, drink every time you see Schadenfreude. <laughs> Sorry, it, was e it was either a broken collarbone... A concussion or both? <laughs> from yeah, that. Yeah, he, he did get effed from this. We won't see him. Well, we'll see him in replays now for till time memorial. But yeah. he he won't be running out again because that's that's proper broken him. Yeah, J joke's done. Oh my god! On his day. Quick, cut away the crowd. Quick, cut to the crowd before he does a move. <laughs> Make us feel at home. I do feel for Edge. As, as you say, by the time this, this goes up, we've seen Edge's in-ring return. And I, and I can't help but feel sad. Because it was like, it was nine years we waited for it to happen. And, and now it's happening in front of nobody. It's just, and, and it's no one's fault. It's well, it's the fault of whoever was, was eating bats. But it's like nobody's fault, per se. It's just unfortunate timing. It's just the worst of timing uh, for an Edge comeback. I tell you what, Gangrel didn't like that comment about Bat. He's gone after Edge now just because of you. <laughs> so my best friends are Bat. I think come SummerSlam, we'll see another match with Edge and it'll be in front of a lively, thronging crowd, throbbing crowd. And all will be well. 
A juicy, throbbing crowd as Tom gets distracted. Edge and, and Bulldog. I oh, The Edge is fighting Bulldog and it's exciting. Banzai! That's right, a small <laughs> flower right on the boss, man. And here's, ah! a, here's a big dandelion. Just everything. <laughs> He's everything a boss man does makes me laugh. He was not particularly funny. It's like, oh, look at him. He thinks he's a wrestler. Could somebody make a, make a meme which is just like, Bulldog exists, Tom and Matthew, and then there's some oh. people laughing. Take a shot. There you go. We're going to be battered by the end of this. Bossman playing No Mercy with the test is like, how oh, come all my stats are zero? <laughs> Why is it Shocking when I... fun, that. <laughs> e, test... Why is it when I press right to see when I'm selecting you, I get a different outfit? Whatever. Oh my god, stop everything! Yeah! Stop the joke! <clears throat> Backland was apparently quite a late replacement. This was quite a, build up to it, yeah. a late thing. Listen to that pop. Legit crazy Bob Backland. Backland in the it Rumble. Is a, it is a very random appearance, to say the least. And he was the Iron Man in the 93 Rumble. He was. Which is kind of like having the best match at Heroes of Wrestling. <laughs> Go on, back. Oh, this is it. This is it after an amazing showing. It, there was five of them. It took five of them. Just as pain. So Rikishi get eliminated finally, but it was after, you know, the 53rd division had to intervene. So, looks good even defeat. It took five of the best athletes and Bulldog <laughs> to eliminate Rikishi. <laughs> Bulldog's at the back going, get him, lads. <laughs> Bulldog's going, Tess, why laughing. is it when I press right C when I'm selecting you, I get a different outfit. But when I press right C on me, I get Jim Ross. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very no mercy joke. And if you get it, you Freddy Blassie. <laughs> Uh, I can't bump like him. <laughs> he's a maniac. He's a, he takes three bumps a night. Oh, Bob he's Backlund. He's doing Cornellos out there. WF New York. Bob Backlund would be relevant across multiple decades in wrestling, lest we forget. Last scene he would. with mate with Darren Young. Oh, Christ. Yeah, oh, thanks. Some, yeah, yeah. Give us some great themes. Well, you say relevant. Yeah, that was a uh, one of the stories written on a napkin. Now, this, I remember watching this live. And there's Jericho, the occasional... Sorry, go on. I remember watching this live, and we just seen Backlund turn up, and I just heard the opening chords of Jericho's music, and in my sleepy brain, I went, Oh, my God, Razor Ramon! <laughs> I went, nah, Oh, no, nah. it's Jericho. <laughs> I mean, oh, seven for three men. And the weird rule where they sometimes ignore it and go, well, no, if you've had a match earlier, then you can't compete in the Rumble. And some years they were like, oh, but we've got Backlund's replacement. I think we can let Jericho in. But this is due to um, quite a few people who couldn't compete. Um, oh, who couldn't compete? Well, apparently on the day of the Rumble, uh, they were uh, taken out and replaced. For numerous reasons, possibly due to um, their, their well-being or whether they just had other ideas for them. So, um, Pete Gas, Rodney, Joey Abs, Headbanger Thrasher, Mark Henry, Midian. Oh, there you go, Bagland leaving via the crowd. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's, he, and Takamichinoku were all meant to be in this match. 
but for mm. for multiple reasons, they were all taken out and replaced with other people. I so, can't see the Mean Street Posse doing much in the They had a much better role here attacking the <clears throat> Ancolites. It suggests there's probably some. There is something I would. I'm not one to express hyperbole, but there could be something in the Thrasher thing because obviously Mosh is in the Rumble, but Thrasher isn't. That seems strange. Mm. Like why would you keep the one and not the other? But this is this kind of is the reason oh, why we see the a pop uh, for crash. Oh, look at him go! One arm over his shoulder, looking for the rock. <laughs> That's right, Lola, steal my line. <laughs> you said someone else couldn't compete. You missed one of those names, um, Bulldog. <laughs> That's right. Joke's still good. <laughs> Smack him on the bum. It's a good joke, lass. <laughs> Just gonna have a lie down. <laughs> Bulldog just I'm sorry, I'm laser focused on Bulldog who <laughs> just walked backwards into the corner and then just got himself comfy in the corner. <laughs> like he was gonna try and just sit there for a bit. Oh wait, Elroy, you grab that end. To me, to you. <laughs> hey Crash Holly, smallest man in this match. Can you help me lift edge? I'm effed. Oh bloody hell crack, don't really eliminate him for God's sake. <laughs> Oh, oh, boom! Me stones. <laughs> That's it, Bulldog. Have a little sit down on the ropes. There you go. <laughs> Have a little sit down. And then just walk. <laughs> you just spotted the logo. <laughs> I can't help but watch Bulldog. He makes me laugh. Just... Going, Am I after? But why is there a car in the crowd? <laughs> He's just like casually just meandering around the ring, getting kicked in the balls by everybody. And then just Talk moving on to someone else. Look at him. Oh, a bit by the bulldog. Just going to oh, stretch his leg out. Oh. China. China in the room. China. But she's a woman. Don't treat me like I'm a wrestler. Don't treat me like I know what's going on. Yeah. Everyone's like, you know, we're using soft punches before because someone's looking at us. All right. Even soft, the lads. <laughs> I'm still paying off the debt for uh, me kids' Christmas bills. <laughs> oh, Can you just pump for China, please. I think it was Power Slam that said about it was Sid Vicious that his immortal line says Sid Vicious's punches were so soft they couldn't break the skin on rice pudding. It's <laughs> my go-to line for stuff like that. Oh, I remember this. Yes. Oh. Yes, because the feud must continue. And then, but <laughs> man, his elbows are off casually. Baby face of the night. Real American hero, big boss man. Why is China angry at Jericho? She eliminated him. You eliminated me, you book. <laughs> There's a Jericho. As always, Jericho gets it in the neck for China's mess oh. ups. Boss man's most casual, but and boop <laughs> and see you later. <laughs> On a day's work. <laughs> and we now get two minutes of people just having a light, nice relax in the corner. Yeah. Bossman's going to make Chinese food out of her. <laughs> oh, that was bad, sorry. It's one of my finest work today. Hey. Oh, get ready to Damn. pound some asses. I'm going to pound our demasses. He's going to pound his little ass. Farouk with two A's. There was, that was always annoying me because it was always Farouk with one A. Then suddenly he had two A's and then... Posse! Just when he retired, no, three or be four A's. Anyway, here's the, here's the, the Manic Street Preachers. <laughs> Manic Street Preachers. If you tolerate this, you know your children will be next. And then, 
Yeah. Out you get. Thanks, Farouk. Boss man again. Just with the casual. Boss man's becoming the cane of this rumble. He's just hoying people out left, right, and centre. Boss man and Bulldog talking. Boss man's like, hey, German 91. Bulldog's <laughs> like, no. Me neither. Yeah, <laughs> Gangrel's on. Sliding up over there. Kids Masato to not get the crash, Ollie. I'm never getting a chance again, lad. Sorry. Gangrel won that 0 1 contract. Boss man and Bulldog in the corner just then doing that um, that gif from Hot Ones going, look at us two. <laughs> look at us two here. <laughs> oh, referee. Asking Edge, how's he doing? Bulldog and Gangrel forming a team. Uh, drops oh. a tweet with the name. No, don't do that. It's, it's fine. They won't be a team for long. They team together because Gangrel doesn't dare suck Bulldog's blood. <laughs> Gangrel sucks his blood and he just Im Im immediately swells up to twice the size and bursts. I'm to be skin. <laughs> Road Dog can't wait to get in the rumble and attack Tess. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate you, Tess. Did Tess <laughs> eat his food at catering or something? What was that about? Oh, Tess, it's been 30 minutes since DX has beaten you up. Road Dog so coming wait, like a house see if you can spot when they, they show Road Dog's greatest rumble strategy ever. Oh, yes. I wonder whether he... I think he might be one of the people that lasts the longest in this match. It might be. Let me go check. Thank God, like, Wikipedia. As all these stat monkeys. What are they chanting? We want puppies. Is somebody getting their kit off in the crowd? The crowd are distracted. We want Rocky. Oh... Hang on, this can't be right. Ah, oh, Wikipedia must be broken. It says the person with the longest time is Test. Uh, 26 minutes, 17 seconds. Oh. Oh, really? So Test is the MVP of the Rumble? Yeah. Get in well, line! Hmm. I mean, this is why it's a three-star Rumble to most people. Yeah, so now the crowd's like, all right, okay, this is this is the the period where there's just too many bodies and waiting for a big name to come out. Oh, thank God! <laughs> They're completely unlikable, Al Snow. Yay! It is just old school singlet. Oh, oh no! No! What are we going to talk about now? Leave the Bring memories alone. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Well, this is a lovely time making bulldog jokes. I think that maybe is... Is that one of his last paper you appear? Do you know what? Last, it's... I can't remember if he's in the hardcore battle royal at Mania. No, he's not because um, I listened to Grill and JR and they were talking about bulldog going into rehab on WWF's dime around WrestleMania. Oh, no, wonder, so, no wonder Jim Ross is unhappy. <laughs> so, unfortunately, we may be looking at the, the the sunset on the Bulldog era in WWF, mate. We might be looking at the end of, end of the times for one of our faves. But I can't think on that right now because the world is too sad as it is. <laughs> uh -huh. 
We need a new I mean, hero. He, he would be. He's still. Oh, stupid me! No, of course he's not. We've got that wacky European pay-per-view coming up. Insurrection 2000. Uh huh. And then after that, it's like, yeah, sorry, man. Hello, ladies. What's his name? Hello, ladies. Goodbye, main event. <laughs> this is the last time Val Venus will be in the main event. <laughs> well done, Val. And it's for oh, Fanaki. One is he's, he's the loneliest the number that you'll ever know. He's running out help. I need medical assistance. No, no. <laughs> you don't understand. Takas, Takas hurt. Guys, please. Will Takas WWF title match be an apology for this particular segment? Jesus, maybe. Yeah. Sorry, got sorry. You called got called Chinese a dozen times. I showed you bouncing off your head. <laughs> for a title match on Raw. Hi. Taka um, declined requests to come back and wrestle for things like Joe Jella's Spring Break. Oh, speaking of which, oh, 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 take a shot. Um, just because he just doesn't have fond memories of wrestling in America. He says, nah, I don't want to. And doesn't care about the fact that people like him. Shame, really. Hmm. Yeah. Why, do, why does he Venus, refuse sir. them? Do we know? I think that they have tweeted about it and just said, no, he just refuses. There's no interest in coming back to America to have a cool indie show appearance because they've had guys like uh, Hakushi and Tanaka. Uh, they're going to have moot. Oh, that's something that uh, the mysterious virus uh, managed to kill off. The fact that, oh, hello, Prince Albert. They booked the great Muda and it was all sorted out. And then Sonny Ono is basically presenting himself as a real-life agent for people like Mudo. And he basically just wanted a cut and basically flown over and have lots of things uh, added on to it. And they went, sod off, we've already sold out with Mudo, why should we give you any money? <laughs> and they basically, and they went, all right, well, we'll just not book him then. Let's not use him, sod off, you're not going to hold this over a barrel. And Sonny yeah. Ono just went about like ruining his reputation. Uh, and then other people joined in and went, yeah, Sonny Ono decides to show up and goes, yeah, I won't book him. <laughs> Yeah, I, so he's I actually playing the character he played in WCW. Well, that's irrelevant now. Apparently, Muto was going to wrestle Chris Dickinson, which would be amazing to see. Considering Muto has no knee cartilage whatsoever. <sighs> That'd have been brutal. Prince Albert with a cool thrust, throat thrust, throat. Jesus, Matthew, throat thrust. Choke just whatever. No one cares about this <laughs> Come bit. on, mate, you got this. I believe in you. This is that, that was my mind saying, Don't say the positive about Prince Al, but let the silence speak for itself. <laughs> it's funny looking at Albert, like looking at the ring there, and you see, like, there's yes, Albert, funny looking. one of the guys who would be like the uh, an important player in the company's future. Speaking of which, <laughs> hardcore Holly, be on to 08. I'd be ahead of my boy stable. In fact, he beat up the other boys in the boy stable. <laughs> so it would just be a one boy stable. Yeah, he probably scared the other boys off. In fairness, well, I'll have to think on that. Holly with his public domain music. 
bulldog of jeans and um I didn't realise Holly's Rodney. music was public domain until it was used in a porn film. I haven't seen it in a porn film. It's very briefly featured in Dodgeball, the Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn classic. Oh. When the, we're playing the Girl Scouts. Oh, that should be fine. And then they just show up looking all badass. And just seems funny that WWE Which, which have... porn film was it, Tom? Um... Who does Hotel Nine? Uh, I'm not sure. I just know that it was used in a porn film. <laughs> um, it's not one that I have personally seen. I've just heard that it is, and uh, and that makes me laugh. I'm pretty sure I read it in Power Slam that it was used in a porn film. Yeah, let's blame, let's blame Finn Martin. He's not listening. I'm gonna blame Finley Martin. My name is Finley, and I hate the wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> he really did near the end. Oh, he did. He's just... Oh! They're also not appearing in a porn. The Rock. Absolute chaos in the garden. Look at this! He is just on another stratosphere, isn't he? He certainly is. He was in space for Star Trek. <laughs> More and on that next boss. week. That porno film, of course. Big Boss. Man, is he hung. <laughs> And Rock immediately starts selling for El Snow because he is a flipping company guy. <laughs> Venus is like, no, I need this. I want to rub from Why the Rock. No, I want to rub from the Rock. I want revenge. Oh, now you'll sell, huh? Where were you two months ago, Rock? Tess, like, I want to play with the Rock. No, I want to. It's my turn. <laughs> I want some Stardust. Oh, remember to make sure, make sure you pass the rock to the left-hand side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, how Holly wants some, sure. Stop bogarding the rock! <laughs> rock being passed around like <laughs> flipping marijuana at a, at a student party. <laughs> Everyone wants to work with the rock. Imagine, and I remember seeing that. A couple of times, I've watched this back a few times. I remember looking at that thing, and Rock teeters quite a bit in that. Imagine if in that, there would have been just a slip, and Hardcore Holly eliminated The Rock. Right. All things considering, it's amazing there's only been very few uh, accidental eliminations in Rumble history. Mm. There was Steve Austin in 96, which he talked about in depth on his podcast. And this is the one where he was much. thrown out, but because the refs weren't looking, he kind of called a bit of an audible and just got back in the ring anyway. And no, that was 97 it. where that was oh, supposed to happen. 96 apologies. is where he completely actually said the ropes are so wet, he went to like uh, skin the cat and just fell out. He was like, oh. But it, wouldn't have, it wasn't going to be like the final guy or anything like that, but he was supposed to like get a bit of a, you know, a shine or a, whatever the term, a spotlight on him. He just fell out. He was like, oh. And Austin was never heard from again. Uh, <laughs> so it was Alex was Riley. Alex, Alex Riley, 2012 Rumble. Where he blatantly fell out and he had to come back and just appear anyway because it was him and Miz had a spot where they distracted Cena. Um, Batista and Cena at the 05 Rumble. Yeah. So, Crash, just incident, just to interrupt you, The Rock has eliminated one of his main adversaries, so that's good. And Headbanger Mosh has already been taken out. That's very fortunate so, for The Rock. Oh, so it's all it's all looking, it's all coming up middle house for The Rock. <laughs> yeah, I could see why people 
completely unbiased go. It's not a great. Oh, there's Road Dog. There's the strategy. Just holding on to the bottom. No, leave me alone, Al. Al, no. <laughs> yeah, there hasn't really been that many. Um, yeah, blunders, have there? So there's only one I can't remember off the top of my head, but. Mm. But there's a. Oh, here we go. Business just picked up, etc. What's he dressed as? What's he dressed as? Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be. Oh, my God. A wrestler. <laughs> I'm going to actually make an effort. <laughs> yeah, you get the guy with the rock bull. Still finding the sides with his shtick. Oh yeah, thanks Prince Albert, who I'm pretty sure was feuding with a few months ago. Alright, no, no worries. <laughs> By Gangrel. He's getting rid of all the best people. Stop it. So really the only two people in the running for this rumble is Rock and Big Show. Like nobody else yeah. can even hang. Yeah, I think I have fond memories of it just because of how cool the undercard was at this time. And we haven't had stuff going on. Alan Blackman about to do the head cheese gimmick. New Age Outlaws are always cool. The Hollies are still super heavyweight. Crash is about to become one of the most popular things in wrestling. Uh, Val Venus, maybe not. Whatever, you had a good run. Start off. Um, Gangrel's a cool vampire who wrestles in Shilden. <laughs> he's he's, he's planning, apparently coming to the UK in October. Once everything dies down. He never leaves. <laughs> he loves it around here. If you are booking a wrestling show in the northeast of England, book Gangrel on your show. Thank you very much. It was also nice because he'd always be booked for like Walker or Biker, and I'd never know about it because there's always like a, a Defiant wrestling show on. Or Absolute, and I'd miss it. So now I've got no excuses. We're seeing Gangrel, Tom. Yes, mate. And ask him about the Rumble 2 that no. <laughs> Mate, we'll get him on an episode of the podcast. <laughs> yes, we'll just, just drag him. Let's tell him it's a book. Oh, God. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. If you, uh, if you guess, uh, <laughs> it was just this bit we saw there. Bradshaw absolutely destroying Paul Rodders. Was it Joey Abs? Bradshaw, uh, who just doesn't care about anybody. Him. Yeah. Eliminating him by trying to throw him over and his head just bouncing off and busting his face open. Jesus, oh. just clattering these lads. Absolute clattering. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. I wonder how long the Main Street Posse lasts for. Um, I don't know what the hell they had to do after this. Yeah, I think we're coming to the end. I know we're coming, to, we're coming to the end of the Posse era because Rodney's taken his shirt off. Um, and he's now wrestling with just the vest on, which I always seem to remember thinking they tried to update their look and it pretty much killed them off. Yeah, it didn't really make much sense, did it? They're not long for this company. I don't believe. Are they in the rumble? That battle royal at WrestleMania, the hardcore title. Yes, they are. Because Joey Abs famously bleeds loads. Oh, uh, Joey Abs with a three point four rating on cage match. Can't even rest another year after this. And uh, let's a look. I like how they dip the lights for about half a second for Kane. Yeah. And then just set off some streamers. I get why they don't do shows 
at MSG anymore because WWE likes to put on these mammoth-based productions. And, yeah. you, and you're quite limited with space in the garden for how you can do it. I've always loved the garden shows. They've always got a charm to them. But you are quite limited in terms of space. Yeah. His last... Uh, Jerry Abbott's last televised match also the same show as Bulldog's last televised match, Sunday Night Heat. Uh, and that is in May this year. Pete Gas with a 2.6 rating. No, a 2.0, beg your pardon. Sorry, my uh, window wasn't quite open there. So a solid 2 rating for Pete Gas, and he would wrestle longer. My God, who do you think he is? And his last match would be... It's like that guy who checks the spelling of words on Countdown. <laughs> oh, I go all the way to October. Him and Rodney. Oh, bloody hell. Before appearing in the 15th anniversary Battle Royal with all the cool gimmicks for people who weren't dead. Oh, he puts a shift in then. And Rodney, also known as Rod Rages, 1.51 rating on cage match. Jesus Christ. I think you might have a higher rating than him on uh, this. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my cage match rating. Oh, here we go. Oh, and he's the marathon man. He lasted all the way to November, losing to Al Snow on Jacked. Wasn't that interesting? And here we go. Over a fatty for the big pink daddy and all the stuff that kids love. <laughs> Channel 4, we're thrilled with this. Here you go, kids. Here's a pimp with actual hose. Is it? I just... Get the plate set. Collect all the hose. I feel like the WWF just told Channel 4, oh, we're just wrestling. And there's somebody from like Channel 4's head office watching this going, what have we, what have we signed up for? What is going on? We've seen an old woman's breasts. We've seen barbed wire. We've now, we're now seeing a man with, with prostitutes on Channel yeah. 4. Um, we need a meeting in the morning, everybody. Yeah, human trafficking for kids. One of the solutions they come up to the, dealing with the, the edgy nature of WWF programming proves incredibly unpopular. But oh. they do it anyway, which is the, the delayed start. Yeah. You know what is, isn't unpopular? Oh, take a drink. Take a popular. Tag him in Janoko's head. <laughs> ah, cold, refreshing taste of Taka's face. <laughs> Taka's concussion. Hmm. I smell onions. Is that bad? And what's the smell that you get when you've got a concussion? It's toast, isn't it? Concussion. It's toast. Uh, burnt toast is a stroke. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I don't want to step over your lines. Oh, here's number 30, x because he defeated Test in a, an Iron Man-worthy minute and 30 on SmackDown. <laughs> That's right. It's me. I'm here to have sex and win the Rumble, and I've just <laughs> had sex. With Tori, with her mind. With Tori, Yes. With someone who isn't my girlfriend. <laughs> it's really awkward for Xbox. That because storyline is like, oh, we're together now? It's no fun now. So that Bond quote from Casino Rail. Don't worry, you're not my type. What, sophisticated? <laughs> no, single. <laughs> Bye, Bob. Thanks, Bye, Bob. Bob. Bob Wire. The, the, the herd is thinning. So, Godfather, Al Snow, Billy Gunn, and some other jabronis. <laughs> and Mr. Bow, 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 Bow. <laughs> That's right, that's his name. Oh, no! He was my pick. 
So I'm dropping rockers quite quick. He's like, yeah, I've had enough, Al. No, come on. <laughs> Bye, Al. In a four play, I just want to get it down and do. And now the New Age Outlaws are here. Yeah. So it's three DX members, Kane and Big Show. Oh, two DX members. Oh. See, that was that's a mistake. They could have done the whole DX versus the three lads, and they didn't do it. The standoff. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, look, all the carnage on the outside. Wow, the referee's all distracted. This is amazing. This is amazing. Oh, this is I know this. the second bit. one they do. So, X-Pac misses the thing. And then, yeet. <laughs> Just yeets him. Christ. <clears throat> oh, but the referees weren't looking. Well, good enough for Steve Austin. X-Pac making a reckless cover there. Hi, I'm in the match. I can't feel my legs, but I'm here. To Kane's... Oh, yeah, Kane's still in the match, isn't he? Yeah, he just got pulled out. He just got pulled under the rope. Xbox just a knacker. <laughs> that was quite the yeet, though, that he took over the rope. Look at oh, this. Oh, here we go. Whoa! Oh, I don't know how you take those, land, those bumps on your back like that. Jeez. And Kane's got the... Look, remember Kane's big? He's good in battle royals. He's like, he's never bloody won one. He won the triple threat one on SmackDown. Oh, oh. So that's all right. You call that a, you call that a battle royal? Where's my battle royal? <laughs> Where's my Hall of Fame ring? Put this thumb up your ass. <laughs> Let me check your prostate. <laughs> the old prostate uh -huh. checker. Big show's last uh -huh. I'm so clever. The Kane's a guru. <laughs> it's funny because I'm big. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and Kane looks like an arse in front of X Pog again. That's right. Pog yeah. X Pog to win the Rumble. <laughs> it's just scrappy do compared to Show and Rock at this point. Wait, I can't believe you're not selling the effects of the Bronco Buster. <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> Bye! And here we I go. The only two that were ever going to be winning this. <laughs> the big slow. What was that rumour that Power Slam said about King of the Ring 99? It said it seemed so obvious that Billy Gunn was going to win that they had a, uh, a deliberate lie out to the press that the VHS cover accidentally printed that Big Show was the champion. Yeah, uh, where it said, watch King Big Show plough through 16 men to yeah. become King of the Ring. And, oh, it was a setup all, all along. along. I don't mind the odd red herring like that. I kind of hope we got some red herrings for WrestleMania tonight, but by the time you hear this, you'll know whether yeah. we have or haven't. Surprisingly with that, or maybe it's because I've avoided Twitter as much as possible, I haven't heard any spoilers. No, I haven't pre-taped and everything, and the fact that Dewey announced that they would be firing wrestlers who revealed what happened. It's like, yeah, I've known anything. Brilliant. And I, do I you know what? I don't want to hear anything. I want to enjoy it. I want to enjoy it. You want to enjoy it? Well, that's a different question. Tom. I want to try and enjoy anyway. it. <laughs> Big show, star of Netflix, uh, <laughs> the rock star of every film that does over $100 million in America. They're nearly the same. And oh, hey! 
if you smell. Wait, his feet it touched the ground. What the rock? I think his feet hit. Who's cooking? <laughs> it was always going to be the rock. And Big Show just immediately leaves because he is sad. Taking on signs. He did guarantee it, Lola, that's right. Rock versus Triple H. See you at WrestleMania. I'm sure nothing will change between <laughs> now and then. It'll all be fun. My choice, Rock. Good sign. Oh, wow, that. that's risky. See, that that's that's a Pachiti tweet right there. <laughs> this might sound controversial, but I think the Rocks are going to win. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Why did he say, I'm going to win? Why is he Luigi from Mario Kart? I'm Luigi. Ah, I'm not gonna win. Because I think that's the closest voice I do. Because I can't, I can't do his impression at all. Can you do his voice? Hello, I'm Adam Pacitti, and this is my classroom. <laughs> that's my Adam Pacitti impression. <laughs> <laughs> and this. <laughs> and this. I'm a bit higher pitched than Pacitti. Because <laughs> I'm basically a child. Yeah. Well done, The Rock. Winning La Rumble. Good Rumble. Mid-card Rumble, but fun. Yeah. Good opening bit. Nothing happening middle bit. And then a hot ending. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Uh, mid. It's not particularly awful. Like Rumble 99. Or 95. Uh, so I'd say it's on the level of Rumble 93. Very, very generous of you. Oh. Nah, sorry, I'll leave it with that. What about you, Tom? Uh, probably my seventh favourite Rumble ever. Eighth favourite Rumble ever, maybe. Not the highest. Like, 2000 will be a marquee year for the WWF. But this wasn't the most solid of Rumbles. Yeah, but having said that, like I said, it wasn't a bad rumble. Did exactly what you wanted to do. Oh, and I forgot big Oh no. No one saw the big show coming. <laughs> That's it, Big Show wins. Yay! Uh, big Show wins the Rumble. Big show just barreling down to the ring was quite a funny visual. <laughs> Doesn't matter, he still won. Win they still play the rock theme. Eyebrow. <laughs> they still play the rocks theme. Big Show's attacked the winner of the Rumble. They still play the rocks theme. And the rock acts like nothing happened. I was going to leave the ring anyway. <laughs> Spitty Big Show, spitting <laughs> everywhere. He went, it's not over. It's not over. <laughs> It's not over. I'm going to do all right this time around. Because part of me is dead and in the ground. Well done, The Rock. Getting yeah, you cheat and get. <laughs> yeah. We will find out uh, something about that particular Rumble win that will, share, that will uh, cast a shadow over the finish to this Rumble in due time. Oh. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And there you go. So we're on the road now. The year 2000 well and truly underway. In the WWF, this is going to be a marquee year for the Dub Dub F. So it was nice to watch the first pay-per-view of said marquee year. What did you remember from this show, Matthew, before we started? Everything. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. like I said, you, it's, you it's, do it's... You do have like muscle memory when it comes to the, this rumble. I, I, I shut my eyes and I see Takuma Chinoku running on his face. I've seen it that many times. Uh, but thing that stand out, the... Tables match, definitely. That would be the thing that everyone would want to emulate on the, you know, in the back gardens or, or front gardens, if you're like me. And we're told, absolutely do not do that. And we went, all right, mum, and did it anyway. What about yourself, Tom? I remembered... Do you know what did I remember from this? I remember the, the pedigree into the thumbtacks over a lot of other things. Because I remember thinking it was quite a gruesome visual. Like absolutely, it was it was uh, horrible but glorious all at the same time. Was there anything yeah. that you forgot? I don't think there was. Was there? Uh, anything I forgot? I'm pr- pretty sure it's a few things. I always forget who starts it. The rumble, I mean. Mm. Um, uh, Delo Brown and Grandmaster Sexy, because it's a very unremarkable start, but obviously builds up to something. But but I'm gonna say that because literally, it's like the rest of it. It did exactly what it needed to do at that time of history to get itself very popular, even at the expense of Channel 4. <laughs> um, I forgot what it looked like for Taz to be painted as a star. Um, it was. I, I remember him coming out and I remember it being great, but I just forgot how great it was seeing Taz just dominant over Kurt Angle. And uh, that won't last. Never mind. But this podcast will and we will continue uh the standard cultaholic classic smackdown review next week the first smackdown after the royal rumble and uh and we go on our way to wrestlemania now we'll see whether it's as bumpy as wrestlemania in 2020 it's probably not but it's pretty bumpy anyway 
We'll figure it out when we get there. And until that time, he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together, we are at Cultaholic on Twitter. We will see you next time. Love you, bye. And scene. Love. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.